0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Crate 808 and the 808th Chamber, our live show for the patrons. Uh, we are live right now and we are yo, yo, today. Yo, 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 Ray. Yeah, Ray's got the props out. He's got a yo, yo. Yo. He's <laughs> adding another yo. And, he's another yo. Uh, and uh, yeah, today's special because one, we've got a guest on board that hasn't been on yet and we're talking about Tupac. So it's going to be huge. Rob Keel over there from the Next Movement podcast. How are you, my friend?
1: Yes, yes. I'm doing all right. Doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to be here to talk about an artist I grew up with.
0: Boom. I think we can all say that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, this yeah. is going to be quality. If people who don't know, I did feature on Rob's podcast. Uh, I think it's 2021, 2021, I think? end of year. Yeah, 2021. Up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to E! who hosts it with Rob. Do go check yes. the podcast out. Uh, Big up E! Uh, we've also got Raymond Ridge from Perth. Ray, how are you, mate?
2: I'm good. I'm good. It's 4 a.m., but I'm i awake and raring to go. Brilliant. So, what <laughs> what, what we are doing?
0: Two pack top five songs. Yeah, basically, I think we've made a rod for our own backs here, guys, uh, because some people who are listening are probably gonna, definitely going to be left disappointed. Uh, but I think that's kind of the nature of the work of trying to uh, like really narrow Cam, down. Cam,
2: Cam, Cam. Mm. You know, I said I got coffee. Mm. I got the juice now for fuck's sake
0: oh god rob i'm so sorry rob does not, <laughs> rob rob's entered this world thinking yeah these guys are pretty sophisticated you, you asked
1: you asked for a pun and you got one <laughs> I
0: do, do you know what
1: I just, you're right I wanted, you're right i
2: wanted to wait till there's a few people in the chat first <laughs>
0: that you held the joke people who were just this is really audio only so I don't, people are not people gonna get that but he was holding a bit of juice <laughs> So he was holding his ass of juice. <laughs> Explaining the joke makes it funnier, I find. So, um That's
2: <laughs> for the video, the people on the video.
0: Yeah, that's for the people <laughs> on the video, yes. Uh, and yeah, welcome patrons. We have got uh, Jack P. Uh, the stream is perfectly timed. i off to Wembley tomorrow and my nerves are shot to hell. I'm guessing you're either a Man United or Newcastle fan, uh, Newcastle United, whoever you are. I hope you do well for you, Jack P. Represent. You hold a Crate 808 flag up. Or something, or wear the go and get some merch, (laughs) please, and then wear it on like main main on Sky Sports. That'd be amazing. Uh, We've also got uh, free Music Empire. Oh, what a ledge! Dano, if you haven't listened, uh, he was on our last episode. Top five episode, uh, top five biggie songs, and he brought the heat. So uh, Dano's here perfectly timed. Laundry just pivoted to the dryer. But <laughs> I love the fact that we soundtracked <laughs> these things for people. Uh, Oz, this is Cam. This is Ray, this is Rob. Welcome to the next crate 08 chamber. Oh, I like what you did Ooh. there, Oz. Combining it. Yeah, okay, I like it. Nick Sheffield, evening, evening. Uh, Rob uh, Rob is a soothing voice in this podcast community, says Dan O. So kind. And, uh, it is really. A, a, an actual, smart, well-adjusted person. <laughs> Which, and we know Tupac wow. can be confusing. I think it's confusing you've joined us then, Rob. <laughs>
1: yeah. I guess I'm trying to spread it around, you know, as much as I can. Yeah. Try to be a positive influence. Shout out to Dano. Dano's been on uh, our podcast as well, talking about Erica Badu. We had a good time
0: with him. What, what a lovely community this is. I love this, how we all share, yeah. share the love. It's great. Uh, Oz, uh, given that what's your phone number is a guaranteed top five. Uh, it's, the other, <laughs> it's the other four we're picking. Now, uh, for regular listeners, they'll know what that means. Uh, people who haven't listened uh, too much to the show uh, – think <laughs> That's one of the most atrocious monstrosities of a song I've ever heard, uh, and I have been <laughs> I have been brought up on that by a lot of people saying it's incredible. So thank you, Oz, for bringing the heat off the top rope straight off the straight off the jump. Fair play to you, Ninjas <laughs> Rotors here, yo yo yo. Um, yeah, my top type uh, here's Dan again. My top five two songs would be insane. Too much history for me. Yeah, I think I think that actually leads into what I was going to say. I think I don't know. I'll, I'll kick off with you, Rob. But I was going to say like. I think this is an episode that really is what I was made for as a, if I was a 16 year old, this is, I'd have done this for four, five hours. Cause uh, I think Tupac was my first, for want of a better word, rap hero. I was besotted. Uh, Rob, let me, tell me a bit about your criteria for your top five were your thoughts and history with PAC. Uh, yeah. How, how did it, how did it all start for you?
1: So as far as criteria, I tried to, um, I tried to take, the word favorite seriously. I just really think about what are songs that have stuck with me that I've listened to a lot that I'm sort of drawn to. Uh but I will admit I also thought uh thought a lot about songs that kind of encapsulate Pac and what he was about, songs that capture uh, maybe important moments in his in his history or his story. Uh so that's really I think all I really considered when it came to criteria. I tried not to think too much. There's so much material so many songs. Um, I tried to just go with instinct. So uh, Love that. we'll see how that goes.
0: Complete opposite to me then. Complete opposite to me. There, <laughs> This will be good. This will be good. Yeah. Sorry, go on.
1: Well, like you, I, I've listened to Tupac since I have listened to hip hop, you know. Uh, and so it's been interesting to think about him so intentionally this week and, and think about his history. So I'm looking forward to, to talking about it.
0: Mm, that is very true. I think he's such a figure that's huge and kind of gargantuan, but he also has now, he's not become wallpaper, but he has just kind of become the furniture. And yeah. it, like, you don't think about your kitchen chair loads when you could sit on it, but when you really dwell on it, you think that's a really comfy chair. It is like Pac. I i, I forget how much of uh, my tastes he's informed, I suppose. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, If I'm just before I go to Ray, my criteria is kind of the same. Although I Was going favourites, but then I thought if I'm doing top five, and as an additional thing, we are doing um which two pack song would you play to an alien to teach it hip hop, Uh, and um, I was thinking my top five, there's so many sides to pack, like I find it quite multidimensional and confusing. And at the same time, but I kind of had my five to kind of reflect as many of those dimensions as possible, probably, which is probably an impossible task, but as, as well as my favorites. So I try to combine it a little bit. Um, but as I said, I think that, uh, as people will be disappointed, I am not going to, uh, personally for me, I have not bought any posthumous cuts at all. Uh, because I was like, apart from Don, uh, Don, uh, the seven day theory, Don Caluminati. Cause I was like, Pac was around for those to at least see them through the creative process as much more than his other ones where I don't know. I have no idea what Pac would have changed. And by that same thing, really, I think the thing is, I'm not sure as, as he obviously passed away in all these years, he's like kind of Jimi Hendrix. Um, you think, have we, is Tupac what we, uh, what, what he was or what we wanted him to be? And I think this has also been a thing with his posthumous cuts, where it's like the poetry, the repackaging of his music and more conscious side, as opposed to the gangster that he left us as, has always made me confused a little bit. Where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's us wanting it or him. So, yeah, no posthumous cuts from me yo 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the crate 808 patreon a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the crate 808 crew and guests go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808 sign up for as little as buying as lunch every month you can get two bonus episodes including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on mf doom and jay diller and also the wu-tang chronicles once a month we drop an album review of every single wu-tang member we're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's ghostface go in there get them ghostface killer editions in your catalogue so get involved help us grow this show and yes big yourselves up enjoy the rest of the episode boom Ray, what's what's your history, uh, criteria?
2: Well, um, I kind of, if it was going to be favourites, actual favourites, I don't know, I guess I had to give it some thought because I'm just going to list off tracks off All Eyes On Me. That's going to be (laughs) it, kind of thing. (laughs) If if it was favourites. And the thing is with it as well, there'd be... Uh, a lot like when we ride picture me roll and all eyes on me it's fucking incredible tracks there mm. i listen to them regularly to, the, mm. to this day mm. but um for criteria for top five two-pack uh tracks i've decided to go with it has to be only two-pack maybe someone on the Ooh. chorus i'm all right with that mm. but like no outlaws oh, no, outlaw no. No, no outlaws,
0: no no, no. Oh no Tragedy. no because oh.
2: that's I, it, that kind of made me you know, pay attention to like, look, this has got to be a two-pack track. And there's plenty. <laughs> there's plenty. Uh, so, and I've also uh, gone with, I, just, I, don't know why, I don't know why I say this extra added uh, criteria for myself, but it's to spread it across releases as well. So mm-hmm. I've got one track, one track from each, from only one track for from wow. an album. And um, yeah. And so, you know, you, you said about, not about excluding all the posthumous releases i've gone with so i've taken this taken advantage of the situation to actually listen to the because I've, I've never mm. listened to the posthumous so I was like oh, well you know i don't you can't I, I agree that you can't be uh guaranteed that tupac would have had you know had any idea uh any input on the tracks but maybe he did maybe they have just they have been put out the way that he recorded them and like there's a lot of tracks on the posthumous releases that were considered for original releases and um so the early releases and just weren't on them so maybe mm. I don't know I don't know I, just, I I didn't want to go to the Mth degree doing research on an individual track like oh maybe he maybe this is put out. I was just like, I'm, and the, I'm quite sure we're going to go into it but the the way Tupac raps wraps as well it's so evident he wrapped it to the he heard the mm. beat and wrote it to the beat and wrapped it to the beat you know it's, yeah. so many of his tunes are you can hear that That's shown in my choices, I think.
0: Love that. I love how you've really set a really narrow criteria, because sometimes in restriction you find freedom, don't you, I suppose? So it's quite nice (laughs) that I'm going to be really looking forward to uh, seeing how that goes. Um, Yeah, I mean, just a few bits on, Pat, before we dive into like the top. Uh, So, you know, I'll I'll drop a few few songs and we'll we'll kick it off. But I was just going to look at, you know, you were saying earlier about assessing someone and just really dwelling on that music a bit more. Uh, I was just like, Shit up, fuck me. I, don't, I think he might be the biggest rap superstar. Like, I mm. don't know. I know Biggie's huge. I know Jay-Z, Nas, I know they're huge. But I don't know. Like, I watched Atlanta this year. And spoiler alert if people haven't watched the latest last seasons of Atlanta. But I don't know if anyone's seen Atlanta. But the um, they even have Tupac in that. And you're like, he's such a mythic. Um, it, like he's unlike Jimi Hendrix. He's unlike, you know, all these people that passed away. Uh, Kurt Cobain. He's very unlike Kurt Cobain. And you're like, it's quite interesting how um, he's just just everywhere. So I found some bit. I found this vibe collection thing. I've got, I have got. Ray, you probably remember this. I had it in my room at uni. Uh, Ray, will probably remember me as two pack. Like just awful two pack fan when I first met you, would not Ray? I think. I oh, no,
2: think. yeah, two pack mentalist. Yeah, it was. Just, it was yeah, the post uh, <laughs> the odd. posters and you know, yeah, and the um, it was it was always on. It was always on in in, in uni. What the approach of your room is like? Okay, there's uh two packs on.
0: Yeah, no, but fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, fair enough. Cause I think as well, like, you know, you think about him being a massive. I feel like star. it
2: informed your image a little bit as well. <laughs> you really leaned into that, into that bald head from early. You were like, tattoo and everything. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Ray?
0: And Rob, I actually think I was around sixteen when I shaved my head. And this is when all eyes on me, the cover was out. And as we know, he's a beguiling, beautiful man to look at. And I'm not saying I am gay, but what I am saying, <laughs> what I am saying is when you see him, you tra- I was transfixed. He has a massive smile. His eyes are huge. Like when he laughed, it felt like oh Jesus, he's really laughing. Or to be fair though, that I think that translates into everything he is, which is kind of I am so enthusiastic, but he was hundred percent hot. Be it right, be it wrong. He he was like he bared his soul. I think it was yeah. the, a Greg Tate who called him the most tortured uh, tortured soul in hip hop history or something. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he was. But by that same thing, he was all heart when he was loving something or when he was your mate. If he's your mate, oh, he's ride or die. But then if you cross him, he's hundred percent that way. And um, I've never seen someone, and there has been cynics in you know uh, uh, hip hop commercial aspects, but I've never seen someone in, that invested in making their own legend. Like, his origin story is ridiculous. Like, Black Panthers, Civil Rights. Uh, I don't know any other hip-hop star who's got an origin story all the way back to Civil Rights, which helped form hip-hop. You know what I mean? So, even from that to shooting at cops, off-duty cops, and and surviving, and, like, suing, uh, I can't remember who he sued when he got beat up and stuff like that. And you're like, shit, man, this guy was so invested in it all the way to the end. Uh, but, yeah, did you guys have any other points on on PAC before we uh, before we jump into other bits? The songs
1: I'll just say I completely agree with you about the the celebrity of Tupac I mean he dated Madonna for, for goodness' <laughs> sake and,
3: yeah yeah
1: uh, yeah it's just a rap superstar by all by all means um and like you're saying so charismatic you know mm. uh built for the camera it's no wonder that he was on on film and on screen mm. yeah completely agree with that absolutely I I will say the feeling that you're describing like the way he wears his heart on his sleeve or bore his heart on his sleeve, is certainly what drew me to him. I'll be honest, this might not be a popular take, but I've never really thought of him as a great lyricist. Um, mm. It's more like his style and his energy and the feeling that he brings that I think really drew people in.
0: Mm. I do have some points on rapping skills I was going to go into, so I'll wait for them. But Ray, did you have did you have anything on what we were just talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's, he's all passion, isn't he? And that's the, the thing with it as well, is that especially it's this long after his death that like a little part of it is like so there's early interviews with Tupac when he's he's I don't know he's not gangster he's mm. a bit more he's kind of thespiany and he's art school-y and he's kind of like hey and he's just talking like he's like he's not I don't know so street as well and then mm. that makes me think uh that he was playing a character a little bit, but exactly. then you look into it and it's like, was he playing? Was it real though? I don't know. And yeah. then you know, yeah, the, the people talk about, oh God, he's so paranoid about people are out to get him and friends backstabbing him and you know this, that, and the other. And then you know, are you paranoid if 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 you are shot to death? I mean, you shot tw- shot up twice. I mean, and the feds, paranoid.
0: Investiga- and the feds actually investigating you. They yeah, do you have yeah, they, yeah. They're
2: just traumatized.
1: It's not, it's not paranoia at that point.
2: Yeah exactly yeah. it's, i mean it's yeah. not paranoia is it it's 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 real so yeah yeah i just um i don't know and and i'm sure we're gonna we'll go into it but wow so it's the subject matter of this stress is so much
3: mm.
2: power well it would i don't know would like you would describe just it as paranoia just to, yeah exactly all of that just just mm. talking about you know death and betrayal and mm. um Yeah, it's just over over and over and over again. Anyway.
0: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That brings me on, because I was reading that Vibe thing, and it is written at the time. So it's fascinating to see how we think of him then and how we think of him now. And it was Alan Light, editor of Vibe magazine, who wrote this, and I thought this was brilliant. This is exactly what you said. Is he playing an act? Is he not? He's so confusing, yet it informs, fully informs the myth. It all feeds back into this myth of, he means this to you, but this to me. He was done for sexual assault, but... Does that, you know, if he wasn't guilty, does that make him innocent kind of thing? All these things have always been around him. And it said the overwhelming response made it clear that Tupac had come to embody all the contradictions and confusions that have grown up around hip-hop. And I was like, yeah, it's not just him, is it? He kind of embodies that idea of hip-hop, of pe- people who don't know what hip-hop is. I remember when yeah. I was a kid and that uh, and my dad having a go at me, calling him a rapist, and I got so un- unhappy about it. And I was like, he's not even done for rape, all this. And it was like, yeah, this is how people can view him. And uh, it says he was a lightning rod, a screen onto which millions of people projected their feelings about rap, about race, about the young black man in America today. And I thought that is very well put. And uh, Quincy Jones, really do check that out because Quincy Jones has got a moment in there where he compares him to Oprah Winfrey, uh, Malcolm X, all these people. He says when they were 25, we wouldn't have lost anyone malcolm was a hustler oprah was like uh uh, like on local tv tupac died at 25 and think how much he did in that time and the potential of how much he still could do and um yeah no i just thought i just want to touch on those bits just to really wrap up that that moment for us but um okay so let's do the let's do the let's dip in the chat and then chat guys whoever's in there uh Drop your top fives for us uh, when I go into when I get to five, if that's all good. But let's have a look at what people are saying here. Uh, what's your phone? yeah? The what's your it was great. Absolutely love that. Um, oh, free music empire. We need to ensure to get some Tupac clips now represented. Love that album. I do too. But as I said at the top of this, some people are going to leave here disappointed. So on my front. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Jack, I like this. I've just list. I've just picked songs that I've listened to the most, which is completely valid, and I love that. When we write is a strong shout, but. Most of it isn't two pack Oz. And that's exactly what I think, too. Uh, Ray Reed's rejecting yeah. Thug Life group work altogether, says Dano. The yeah. Whole, true, true. The whole album. Th- I love Thug Life, though. I do love it. How long will the one we should definitely be a contender? It is for me, Oz. Uh, that's a little spoiler. I was a Tupac pack fan in the late 90s. I went to a Reading Uni Open Day wearing a backwards bandana. Oh, my God. I thought I was cool. I doubt anyone else did. Now, if anyone knows Reading Uni,
2: I do now. <laughs>
0: like, Oz. Asian lad, backwards bandana, please send us pics. I won't share them on <laughs> socials, but I just want to know how that looks. I inc- rate you for that, because I think if I'd got half a chance, I'd have done that. Uh, need a pick of that, Oz, says Nick Sheffield. There we go, exactly. Paranoia is just reality on, on a finer scale. Strange Days, the movie, says Dano. Great reference. Great, deep Ooh. pull there. Uh, Oz, sadly, Nick, I don't have one that exists. Oh, no, heart's broken. I would definitely make it available for the patrons if I did. Oh, bless you. He would have done it but um i'm kind of glad you didn't as well a little bit now it's left to our own <laughs> our own devices. uh okay then so let's let's start this then let's kick this off where, where hold on uh, yeah so in uh, typical cam fashion uh, and this is just cuz i have a two part playlist anyway I, i've got 37 uh, song but i've done my, i've ranked my top 37 but i'm going wow. to start <laughs> i know i know ridiculous isn't it oh, but Jesus i'm going to start Christ. at uh, let's say 12 let's say twelve, 13 I'll start there and we'll run through these and let's see if they're in your fives. some of these right uh, I'm really see you uh, uh, Rob's I have to say I'm I'm very eager for this uh,
2: should we should we talk about him up from the outset because it's probably not in the five but it's big shouldn't we uh, or is that too much of a spoiler
0: it is in this list oh, it so, is oh sorry in this list. Yeah. yeah I'd like <laughs> it to know why his what top, top 13 12 songs I think hit up, has got to be in there, mate. Come on, man. But we'll get there. We will get there. But that's a very odd, odd ranking right. there, right? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So let's start. Um, yeah, okay. So I suppose let's just quickly start with number 13. At uh, number 13, I have got Crazy with a K from the Don Caluminati, The Seven Days Theory.
4: God, I the game. Look how much I changed. I'm no longer innocent. piece of fame. Made a lot of money. Seen a lot of places. And I swear I seen a peaceful smile on my mama's face When I gave her the keys to her own house This your land, your only son done became a man Watch the time fly, I love my people do it die But I wonder why, we scared to let each other fly June 1671, the day mama pushed me out of womb Told me nigga get paid, no one can understand me the black sheep, I'll cast it from my family. Let packing heat, I'll run the streets again, run away, live for the day. When we
3: die, die, I can say, I that, say time it goes it by,
4: fuck the no it lie, by. open at the kissy high. Gotta make it go crazy.
0: crazy. A bit of an off cut, a bit of a deep cut. Not a lot of people talk about it. Uh, but I just want to mention it here quickly about something I really like about pack. Does anybody have crazy in their five? Nope. No. Does anyone have any thoughts about crazy before I dip in? Have you heard it recently, or was it ever on your rotation? I'm having trouble I mean,
1: bringing it to mind.
0: Smoking all time, doing up, down, got very crazy. That yeah. his elongated way of rhyming, I love yeah. that, and he kind of does it really well on that. It already has started as a lead balloon because no one, no one is here for crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So people in the chat, if anyone likes it's-
2: crazy. <laughs> Crazy is what is one of the, it's a slow beat. It's a slow rapping two-pack. Yeah. And I guess maybe I should have added that to my criteria. Well, it wasn't actually one of my criteria, but slow rapping two-pack or, you know, like like pitched down. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah, it's kind of pitched down recordings, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That was this kind of thing that he. He started from, he, he did it even on, was it Tupac it was now? The Soldier Story, he did that. Mm, yes. Yeah, so yes. I mean, it, 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 don't, don't, but anyway, none of, that's none of my top five.
0: Okay, right. It's well, there. that's fine. That's all good. I I like that because I think it, it adds to the, it emphasizes the kind of emotion of it. And we've talked about Tupac and emotion. And uh, I mean, come on, talk about Tupac and emotion. And you think about, basically, I don't think I've ever had someone who first of all he sees death as a real concrete thing. We see death as something that's on the horizon or something. Now it, for him it was immediate, and it shows in all his lyrics, as we've said before, fear, death coming back. Re, you know, do not bring me back here, reincarnated, that kind of thing. Which unfortunately we've gone and done with all of his music. But uh, but there you go. Uh, but I was going to say the emotions he has in his arts, generally, I think that is a key signpost of for want of a better word, emo rap, like the emo, the the way of bringing, like you wouldn't have Drake today if it wasn't for like people really bearing their emotions on stuff like dear mama, hold your head, that kind of thing. Uh, I would say crazy is in there for me because it comes in the context of when he was not rising above the bullshit. He was not He It's Pat, even on dog clip, he's not rising above it, is he? He's full on still invested in that kind of war. And, um, Crazy always stood out to me because I thought it hits harder now knowing you were going through all that shit, yet you st- still took time with this amazing woozy guitar production. I was like, this. Put- I've always loved the production anyway, they slowed down and he, he almost sounds weary on it mm. like
2: he's really just weary about it and just yeah, what was yeah it? is he is is that the reason or is it because he for some reason recorded this album in like a week or a day <laughs> yeah. or well he was just that. tired why <laughs> why 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 are you setting such a ridiculous why is he setting that criteria because he, he
0: knew he was gonna die but no, you're right you're right maybe right. he was just fatigued and this is but then hey brilliant i, I love it even more than i could read that into it uh but yeah my ghetto instrumental is detrimental to kids uh but i see the misery in which they live fucking hell man yeah like that's as good as the 2-pack that I used to listen to back in the day and you know that kind of gangster rap with an undercurrent of conscious kind of love Pat for mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. any, any points on those before we um, before I jump into the next one okay. next <laughs> next here we go then right this is moving along at longer, a good pace already number 12 ambitions as a rider mm. I
4: won't deny you, I'm a straight rider you don't wanna fuck with me got the police at me
0: got ambitions in their thigh oh, or thoughts
1: I do not but I do like that song mm. what yeah. a great way to open an album oh. strong opening track yeah incredible
0: not yeah. just your album though Rob your new persona like yeah a, real... a, a new
1: chapter in your life all that Yeah, mm.
0: it's like a theme song to who he was mm. like become mm-hmm. after jail mm-hmm. and you're, wow this is completely... but
2: just the beat as well is kind of sinister as well It's it's mm. it's yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, it's it it, it uh, it's not the best. It, it, when you're thinking of the best track off the album, it's not the best track. I mean, it's a strong track, but mm. it's not the best track. On the album. But it's
0: not only the best track though, kid. But it has got one of my favourite lines I've ever liked, where he was like, "My attitude is fucking because uh, motherfuckers love it."
2: I yeah, remember yeah, that. That's...
0: That that just you know he knows how much people love it when he goes off grid, and he's like, yeah. You know, So I love how he is just so honest about these things as well, where you're like, gee, do you not, do you not want to change? Nah, mate, this is the way I am. Uh, So yeah, it might not be the best song, but Daz kills it on that beat. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Daz Dillinger all over that. Uh, Have I got any other bits on, on uh, Ambition as a Writer? What have I got here? Two more lines I love, but I'm back reincarnated, incarcerated. Exactly. This is, yeah. So he's back reincarnated. That's really hits me now as well. Like he is different. He is come back. I'm reincarnated and all that. And, uh, What's he saying here? Lace them with lyrics, legendary, musical mercenary. And the way he brings that, and that's exactly what he was. He was Shug Knight's musical mercenary at that time. Mm. And he, I think he kind of knew it. He's just amazing. Just infectious song. I absolutely love it. And embodies a lot of duality. I'm I'm glad we made it half an hour without saying duality. And we got here. Usually people unpack duality is a key. It's a hot buzzword so we've <laughs> brought it up now though so there you go so as bad as everyone else uh but yeah so uh, should we go to the chat quickly anything uh let's have a look what we got here uh paranoia yeah i like that uh sh- nick sheffield very disappointed mate i once went to a uni night out dressed as a rapper including a nelly plaster <laughs> like, i think we've i think we've stumbled onto a ra- uh, rob have you rob and ray have you ever dressed up as rappers Hell
1: no. That's that's dangerous ground for a white dude. I'm not going to do that.
0: Yeah, uh, this is England. So remember over here, there's a detachment already of uh, they're already American and huge. Oh, now I can. Yeah, we're just dressing in costume. It's like going like the ultimate warrior to an open date which would, which, would be, which would be even more ridiculous uh but yeah let's have a look uh but yeah nick if you yeah please find that photo jack p crazy is on my short list oh yes along with troublesome 96 straight balling oh my god i love straight balling and to live and die in la very good troublesome 96 i love that song uh did not get into my uh, uh top 13 though uh dano crazy is one of the strongest vibe songs from tupac it's a sluggish meandering introspection i love this guy that is great, isn't he? The vocab
1: on that guy—he's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, freebie's get by Hail Mary being my pick for number one <laughs> two-pack vibe song. Love that.
2: Just, just uh, next last comment. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: let's hold it then. Ninja Road just got back from home, uh, work. Uh, hope you guys are all good. I drop a top five, but be honest, and the risk of getting banished—I'm not really a pack fan. Get out. Get out of the room. If you're not a pack fan, (laughs) Ninja Rose, get out of here. No, 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 stay, stay. Uh, But for free music game part, Ambitions is a better beat than a song. Valid, but I love his rhyming on that. We'll talk about his rhyming in a minute. Uh, Nick Sheffield to confirm, I didn't blackface. Thank God, Nick. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus Christ, that would have been important note. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Important note, Nick. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Love that. Okay, so what have we done here? Ambitions, uh, uh, crazy. Another one that I don't think is going to get in anyone's ear if crazy wasn't one of my favourite, like the prophecy coming to life, uh, is blasphemy. Again, from the seven days theory. The preacher
4: won't be blurry wise. I know he a liar. Have you ever seen a crackhead? That's eternal fire. Why, why you got these kids' minds thinking that they evil? Why the preacher be a boy? freaky? You say, honor God's people. Should we cry? When a boat die? my request, we, we should cry if they cry. when we be blurry, my commence. Mama, tell me, am I wrong? Is God just another cop? Waiting to be my ass if I don't go pop. Memories of a pastime. Giving up cash to the leaders. Knowing damn well they ain't gon' feed us. In my brain, how can you explain Thomas B.C. It's far enough to live now. In these times grief, they, they say, say Jesus, Jesus is a calm man. We just understand times in this crime land. Yeah, my stagnation, do what you gotta do, but know you gotta change. Try to find a way to make it out the game. I leave this and hope God can see my heart is pure. It's heaven just another door? I leave this here. I leave this and hope God can see my heart is pure. Is heaven just another door? Is is
0: just another door? I'm unsure sure if you guys remember it, but uh, blasphemy is very veering on the, you know, razor's edge of, I'm Jesus now which is really dangerous ground to be any artist like Michael Jackson or some of that to be claiming to be holier than anyone else. But then he just tie it into church and corruption and uh, he's taking aims. At his really lofty ideas of, you know, religion he always does, but now he's taking aim at them and he's pointing his uh, kind of sight to those. And uh, even the way that audio skewed as the sermon yeah. comes in, I love that. I love that. Mm.
2: He's on the cover of the album. Yeah. Now to the cross. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Let's not not forget.
0: Yeah, true. He was very religious when, I mean, he was religious anyway, but I mean, he was very religious at the end. I'm not sure if he knew that was like his end album, but I don't know, just it it really is permeating through the whole album. And uh, I'm a non-religious person, but um, I have grown up in religion and it really is like, geez, when you have that as your, finite point it's pretty amazing how you can act um but yeah no i mean yeah he's he's uh what the fuck he's got some great lines on there i love that uh but yeah any any shouts on blasphemy do you guys love like it not like it
2: no what i'm a little anxious i'm a little anxious to get to the obvious five now (laughs) 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 don't
0: worry we'll whisper him but rob did you have any
2: i just uh blasphemy always struck me
1: as like how much more controversial can you get okay i'll tackle Jesus and religion Mm. Um, and name and name attract blasphemy and start comparing myself to, to, to the son of God. That's, that's always how it struck me.
0: (laughs) True. No, I can see that. And it's in the title, but, um, yeah, no, fair, fair. That's absolutely fair. I just think I, I, it did really hit home as a kid who was like rebelling and like being like, yeah, anti-religion and all that. It just was another feather in the cap of that as well when you were a kid. And seeing him do that was pretty amazing. But um, yeah, no, that Malcolm X energy, very much in this album, as we've talked about. Uh, I did want to say then, you know, we talked about ambitions there quickly. Sorry, I just want to go back to that, because the rhyming we talked about, um, you know, this is the two different types as well. Blasphemy is very different to the way he rhymes on ambitions. And I thought, yes, in a technical sense, He isn't the best rapper. Absolutely. I can see the technical sense. But the way he elongates his vowels and raps from the gut, that land as hard today as they used to back in the day to me. They still, the way you can feel it, you can feel when he's in the booth doing that. And his strengths are emotion. You're right, Ray. And the mess. I think also though, the messaging and conflicted nature of world of hip hop. So he's beguiling because you think about yes, he's a gangster, but he's also a very conscious rapper. And I think that always sticks with me. Um, and I was wondering if he made your top fives, really. But was there any other points on his actual rapping before I move into the next song that you guys want to talk on?
2: He's not oh, in my top five. He's not in your, not your top five. not ever in my top five. Was, was he not ten, as a kid? Frankly. Was
0: As a kid, was he in your top five? Nah. Oh, interesting.
1: Rob? I think if I'm honest, he wouldn't have been in mine either. Uh, I might have been tempted just to, Please the masses to put him in there, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say he was in my top five either. He does have a way of like I, I'm I'm picking up what you're saying about his flow. He, he he had a way of hitting the pocket that always felt right. Um, I don't know that I would describe him as necessarily dynamic though. Uh, very very similar approach, I think, to a lot of his songs.
0: Mm. But then I'll list to if I die tonight. And then if you listen to, like, what was that one off? Uh, um, fuck me. Something Wicked. I don't know if you've heard Something Wicked from Tupac Links mm-hmm. now. But the yeah. way he's gr- – that is different, Pat. No that, one can that hear – That is
1: – that's true. Yeah, that's that's different.
0: Yeah. and I'm sort of, like,
1: double-timing it on that song.
0: Yeah. And I do find those moments in his rhyming, absolutely. But I do see the general over, overflow being kind of – it is the same, but it is, like, I don't know. like I don't know, like – Oh, we'll go into some of the other tracks about it, but yeah, I don't know. We'll go into this, but yeah, nothing off
2: like, Nothing off Two Lips now is worth is worth a mention. Is is too early. He's, oh, he's, wow. he's, he's new. Right. I think he's still he's still finding himself, still working out who he's going to be, still working out what he's going to do lyrically. That's why there's some more experimental stuff, but it's not. It's not. You don't listen to you. You don't listen to All Eyes on Me and then think, oh, I'll put something from Two Lips now in my top five. No. Sorry, even with the criteria of one per album, it still isn't getting. This
1: is going to
0: be it. This is going to get interesting. <laughs> yeah, I already know where Rob's going with this. This is interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I love to pack this now. I had as, as a kid, I, I always loved it. Uh, but again, it's got the nostalgia thing, hasn't it, to it? So, you know, you love it because you listen to it as a kid. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, Ambition's some of his best rhyming. Some of his best rhyming. I think there is some really good rhyming on that. Raw, absolutely. But I really like it. Strictly, He is on a level on Strictly that I love, by the way. So we'll get into this. But number 10, we're going back to Johnny J's All Eyes On Me cut, All Eyes On Me, title track. All Eyes On Me All Eyes On Me You know what? I bet you got it
4: twisted,
5: you don't know who to trust So many player-hating
4: niggas trying to sound like us Say they ready they know it. Straight to the depths of hell Is of cap is going Well, all you steal, down, nigga? holler when you see me And let these devils suck For the day they finally freed me I got a caravan of niggas Every time we ride Hitting motherfuckers up When we pass by Until I die Live the life of a boss player Cause even when I'm hot Fuck with me and get close later The future's in my eyes Cause all I want is cash and things A five double below Ben's wanting flashy brains.
0: all eyes on me i know that beat is Nas used it same year i know that and i know street teams is incredible it is this was something entirely different and definitely more inspiring definitely the beat is ridiculous on that and i remember him dissecting that song, "Only God Can Judge Me," this uh, and another one for my A level English, and no one had done that in my school. And I remember just thinking, "All eyes on me!" is incredible rhyming as a kid, and I still love it, absolutely love it, and just one of the best songs to rap along to. I love the rapping, and I love rapping along to it. So yeah, and uh, that's why I analyzed it as a six four. But guys, and all eyes on me. Does it make anyone's lists?
2: Didn't make mine.
0: Oh, I'm looking for right ten. This this vibes are going to be interesting,
2: right? Close, very close, very close. Talk um, same as uh, you know, ambitions as a writer, um was a is a, is a great track. There's so much incredible, so many incredible tracks on. Uh, All eyes on me, mm. and you know the title track being one of them. But it's not just Tupac, is it? So,
0: yeah. So you, you
2: got, uh, yeah. Got, you got to be strict about your criteria. So. I, I, do, I
0: do get that. A fair play to Big Psych though. So many features hurt songs on the album, although I love the album. Big Psych is yeah, an exception.
2: Yeah. He's, he. Yeah, he is, yeah.
0: Spice One's an exception on the album, and Big Psych man. Like, so much trouble in the world, can't feel your pain. The way he's even just rhyming, it's so like, oh, but then you look at, you talk about rhyming. Pack on that, mate. Jesus, the future's in my eyes because I want cash things, five double old bands in the flesh. That's what was Biggie. The way he rhymes, mm. it almost sounds like Biggie where I was like, yeah, you, know, you don't want to make that comparison, obviously, the obvious comparison. But like even the Game Shopper, than the motherfucking razor Blade. like he'll break his words up to go on the beat like that. Mm. And like Ray said, he's definitely been in the booth to hear the beat and then gone, yep, bang, 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 bang. I'll write it just to this. And But I think there's insight on there. I think there's insight on that song as well. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think All Eyes On Me was, you know, his MO at that point. He was a superstar. All eyes were on him and he kind of just reveled in it. Absolutely reveled in that attention. Uh, and loved that myth making, man. Uh, so let's see what else we've got here in, in the in the chat. Uh, Steve Piper. Good Steve. Good evening. Good evening. I have to oh, get back from evening. work and also Morning. I'm Whatever. not a pack fan. Oh, pop in to see what's good. Right. Okay. It's interesting. Uh, I own a two-pack feeler track suit, says Dano. <laughs> This, I think the chat is better than our chat. I think this is great. This is, <laughs> this is incredible. We need a media. We need media of all these things, please. That's incredible. Jack P., amazing. It truly is. Uh, Nick, from the 90s or recent. And he says recent. Wow. Wear my Crate 808 shirt and two pack track pants. That is amazing. That, that oh, my heart is full. Right it's, a, it's a look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all Jack P., all eyes on me is my number four. I rinsed it when I was younger. Jack P and me. There we go. Jack, please <laughs> break down on why more you a bit more in the chat, and we'll get back to it. But I'm glad it's in someone's five. Uh, it's wrapped somewhere. Okay, number. It's nine. not even in
2: your five. We're you talking about
0: anyway. Carry no, no. On. I said I'm glad it's in someone's five. That's <laughs> so I all. Mean, I don't. Uh, not in mind. You're not getting by. I love it, but uh, that, that my five is strong. Uh, nine. Number nine. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Number nine. Not going to be in Ray's because Ray's already discounted Thug Life Volume One. But I can't, cause pour out a little liquor's on that. Drinking on gin, smoking
4: on plots, and it's so reminiscent about my niggas. It's dead and cold and dirty plummy. Sometimes my heart still gets plummy, cause I'm losing all my homies in the world. I got my back against the brick wall, shut in the circle. Plots with them suckers till my knuckles turn. Purple mama's me Son, there'll be days <laughs> like this. Don't want to think so. I hit the drink and say, please. We have plans to be a big time.
0: now pour out a little liquor again johnny J. bringing it any any shouts on that song
2: it's so it's not my five but i'd like i wasn't fully aware of uh johnny J before this Mm. doing research for this and oh my god he's he's produced why why is he not bigger I mean, obviously, mm. I know he committed suicide in jail, which is very sad. Mm. But um, like before that, like he's just he's he's made some incredible beats. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway. No, no, absolutely, no. You're right. And put,
0: pour out a little look is exactly that same thing. Uh, Rob, did you did you have any points on Thug Life Volume One? Or yeah.
1: Um, that that song's not in my top five, but um, it is a favorite song of mine. I do I do really like that song. Part of its nostalgia, you know, remembering it from uh Above the Rim, the Above the Rim uh soundtrack and mm-hmm. really getting into it through that. Um but yeah, I, I love that song.
0: It's yeah, I think I think there's obviously moments in PAC's catalogue of like just true brotherhood. And we've got Rain Ghost for that. We've got like um we've got numerous artists who've gone out there and done really brotherly love songs. But pour out a little liquor for me. Maybe it is because the way Pack is rhyming it, but that ghetto tale is, yeah, I don't know, but just makes the morning more kind of, like, you know, even more heavy, if you know what I mean, because it, it's his lyrical delivery on the song. And his rhyming is amazing on that. And I love it. And uh, I love rapping along to it as a kid. Remarkably honest. I couldn't fuck with the school life. I was a fool. I paid this motherfucker for a tool, man. He even called himself a fool. He knows, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, but yeah, again, lyrics are just are really hard to settle with now, though, when you listen to like, fucking the way he's talking about him, letting his mate get with a girl. And now he does her and I do. And you're like, right, you know, it is. That sits uncomfortably now after all these years. But, you know, and then you've got the Spice One vocal sample in the middle, which I always loved. And, uh, yeah, just that despair, but also, like, kind of homage to – again, just the idea of pouring out liquor over here was an exotic – I'd never Mm. seen that. I think I saw it in Mm. Boys in the Hood, but I didn't really grasp the power of that kind of just thing to do. And Pac was the one who taught me, if you know what I mean, to, like do that and also you know what leads you to do that when he's like i've got a back against a brick wall trapped in a circle you know boxing till his knuckles turn purple you're like fuck like this guy he's fighting for every day of his life and um although you have easy although you have you know cube and all that i do think like pap pack just did all of it though you know he wasn't just the lyrical delivery he lived it do you mean um but yeah on a shout out by the way he said ice cube there is a song out there last words from strictly, where people forget, we got Pack, Cube, and Ice Tea, all yeah. firing. <laughs> and the, all sudden, maybe their
1: most controversial. All three of them, yeah, mm.
0: yeah. Rob, speak on it. what did you do? You, do you, I don't know, you rate that song?
1: Um, I, I haven't ranked that song, um but yeah, I listened to it this week and was kind of reflecting on just the period in history that that where the all three of them were mm. in their career. You know, Pack is coming off this. Uh, controversy um with Dan Quayle and his music being uh, people trying to censor his music and Ice T is getting heat about killing cops on record. Mm. And Cube is is um Cube is left NWA and he's like uh in his very aggressive gangster phase. Um it's just an interesting period in history. Interesting like time
2: capsule, I feel like
0: yeah no it really is and but, but I, 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 it's also sorry go on.
2: yeah it's also it's also great in terms of thinking about it in terms of uh Tupac and and his ego in in the room with uh Cube and Ice T is cuz he's not he he doesn't come up first he's third he's like and i don't i'd like to see how that discussion went cuz you know late park later on is like i'm first all the time <laughs> you're not even on my level you can go with let these guys go now you know, I'm on a track with um Inspector Deck. You know what well, it's too long? You Inspector Deck I, really. I hurt it, does, you. it does, it does, it does, <laughs> because that's 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 still to this day. I, I don't know, I can't picture how that um studio session was. But yeah, with this track, he's he's on third. Uh, and uh, maybe that's partly part of and you mm-hmm. know there's uh what's that tune? Old school, where he, you know, oh, you, you love can, that song. That, when he's that when he's you know, talking about how much he loves hip hop. That's, yeah. that's, it's, that's why it's a unique little thing. And so, and I think, you know, um, this, that track would have been, um, you know, a little part of him paying homage to, the, you know, Ice Cube and Ice T. Of mm-hmm. course you're going first, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Very good it's, point. You know,
2: balancing the, the Tupac's ego. as like, you know,
0: mm. And where he was at that time, absolutely. He was the new school at that point. He was so young. He was like, you mm-hmm. know, these guys, although it was only a matter of years, really, a few years, but it is in hip-hop, that's huge in 90s hip-hop. Like, you know, that's a, that's your statesman, the elder statesman. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Ray. Good point. Good point, man. Yeah, sorry, we veered off into that song, but it, it does deserve a bit of a shine. But here we go then, number eight. Now, as a kid, this was top five for me. I'd never seen him tap into his... Black Panther militant side as much as this song. It is off Strictly. It is Holler If You Hear Me. what you think of Hollow if you hear me, but my thoughts are that is probably his best protest song. And he had elements of protest. And again, adds to that beguiling nature of him. He's got the tattoos. You can't help but study them, you know, kind of thing. And, oh, what is, you know, what's his lineage? Like what, what's Thug Life and the Black, pa- pa- Black Panther and Nefertiti and all these things would just make patchwork, adding more and more to his identity that I was beguiled with as a kid. And then this song comes in. And it's, it kind of almost rumbles, stumbles forward in this march. It's like just a cascade of lyrics. It's not even like he's he just wants to get shit out there. And you think it is around the riots in LA at that point, Rodney King, all that stuff. It's all in the context of that era. It was so, it makes it even more powerful. And um, when he's like, pump your fists if you hear me, hollow if you hear me, pump, pump if you're pissed. When he comes in, I actually love that. When he's like, pump, pump if you're pissed. And just that whole, the, it is like a Bob Dylan moment of there but you're like, shit, this guy isn't, is ferocious and folk music and all that kind of protest that I was kind of getting into. It was like, yeah, there is like these elements of people actually protesting this shit that goes on. It's completely different musically, but the ethos of, you know, the activist side of pack for everyone to see and is utter commitment to the cause of like, you know, black liberation in America kind of thing. It's just electric. I love this song. I think it's such an urgent song and uh, just the opening track as well. Opening track on your album, just a bang bombastic shit straight in your, straight in your ear. Uh, Rob uh, Ray, any, any thoughts on horror? If you hear me, is it in your fives? No not, not
2: even, no. no, not anywhere near. Oh, <laughs> not anywhere near
0: after all that. Not even tried to. Oh, okay. Uh, any thoughts on it at all? Do you, do you guys like the beat? quite bomb-squaddy. I, be- I
2: barely remember it, frankly. <gasps> well,
1: oh it's hard God. for me to um, think about or listen to strictly today, mm. knowing the context of that album, and not hear virtually every song as a response to Dan Quayle and people <laughs> who criticized yeah. his his lyrics. And not to doubt like the sincerity of the other things he's talking about on Holler If You Hear Me, but... It also feels like a clear, like rallying cry. Like if you support me mm. as an artist, like also come along with me, join join me.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Very good point. Allegiance, getting people. Yeah, I do see that as well. But I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just things like, I love it when they fear me. I remember as a kid thinking, oh shit, yeah. Like the tables have been, t- and you're young, so you're learning, aren't you? As like a 15 year old. And I hadn't really thought about the idea of black people being feared, but also living in fear. And him loving it. Like, I love it when they fear me. And the stereotypes you've built around me to build me as a, as a black male. And I just remember as a kid, like, you know, getting to Malcolm X, Spike Lee, all these things I was just really invested in just reading and learning. And this track kind of did that for me. And he keeps it balanced as well. It's not like, he says, some days we can have peace, G, but right now I've got a mindset of look, looking down the barrel of my nine get up. and Even that is like, yeah, someday, yeah, maybe we will have peace. But right now... What we need is this. And uh, that's the Black Panther energy. That's the origin story I'm talking about, where um, when it comes into music, where you're like, shit, I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I can't think of any rappers who got that lineage all the way back to the civil rights movement and, you know, and then embodies it in his work as well. Like, he's not like he's rapping about cash straight away. He does that later, you know. Um, but which is ironic, actually, because if you think, like... Uh, he really went commercial when he went gangster and when he was political and stuff, he was he was commercial, but he weren't like, like it's when after me against the world, he started getting really big and you were like, he's getting more thug, he's getting more gangster. This is the evolution. Um, but yeah, no. Okay. So that's, you know, that's, that's my uh, conscious rap uh, right there for you. Uh, let's go into the chat then before we move to the next one. Uh, let's have a
2: look. Yeah. It's interesting. We actually God, thinking yeah, about God. it as well. Like I, maybe that's part of the reason I don't know maybe I'm guilty of like loving the gangster shit and not paying attention to the political stuff mm. it's not interested. Doesn't mm. you wouldn't be alone would you you wouldn't be alone yeah yeah I mean I don't feel bad about it it's amazing music it's fine but um, <laughs> you know but um, yeah I just don't rate strictly Again, there's no, I've got no tracks from Strictly. Spoiler. No.
0: <laughs> there you go. No, fair enough, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But I suppose it does say a lot. Look, we're getting it from record companies, publishing, and Intelligent Rap made, was pushed to the sidelines. Uh, you know, we had to dig for a bit of that. I mean, in 90, by 99, a bit different. Raw yeah. piece is about, you're getting a bit more of that. Over here, I'm talking about just like, you know, it's quite easy to get a bit hold of that. It's quite hard to get hold of, you know, some really conscious stuff apart from Tribe and De La Soul. But that was it, that was like, yeah, conscious, but it was also like, yeah, it's completely different. But the fact that Pat was doing it with Gangster, Pat was even on the last albums. Yes, he is talking about 90% of it is paranoia, death, murder. But there is like, you know, um, a few tracks like I Ain't Mad At You stuff like that where you're like oh no he does like he is reflective as well even on those things and uh yeah so yeah either way that, that's uh that's my number 8 holler if you hear me whew number 7 then I'll be interested now now, we, now we're cooking right number 7 keep your head up mm. I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me he had me feeling like black was the thing to be and the kettle didn't
4: seem so tough I thought we had it.
1: My number two.
0: Oh, bang. Please break it down.
1: Um, this was the first song I ever heard from Pac. I, I completely missed his first album, but in my defense, I was only 10 years old at the time. So uh I'm not sure how I would have heard it anyway. But I think I think people who um who know Pac's later music sometimes hear keep your head up and like to criticize him as somehow being like hypocritical. Mm. But I also don't think it should have surprised anyone that the guy who made Brenda's Got a Baby also made Keep Your Head Up. Oh, um, yeah. And beyond that, like, he he's human. He's complex. He's complicated like the rest of us. He can respect women while also desiring them, which is how you get uh, get around on this album as well. Mm. Um, and uh, Keep Your Head Up is just such a soulful song. Um and and so relevant you know it was recorded in 92 immediately uh relevant in the wake of the latasha harling's murder and the la riots and um just such a vivid portrait of um of black poverty of the challenges facing many black americans um and to me it's like the pinnacle of of his socially conscious side um and the last thing I'll say is it's also how I was introduced to the five stair steps, five stair steps. That ooh, child. This is just a yeah. fucking fantastic song.
0: That sample is one of the best, one of the most iconic. I don't know if iconic's is the right way. I think it probably is though. I hear keep your head up still. I do hear it all the time. Like it is on. I'm like, yeah, God, they really do. But that sample is yeah. a large part of it, I feel. I mean, that's not difficult. De- like, you know degrading his lyrics the lyrics are incredible but yeah like that ver- that sample's amazing um but yeah ray do uh, you guess, have any points uh, on keep your head up
2: i i guess i just don't like it because it's it's slow pack and it's it's not even it's part almost not even rhyming because it's like how we uh hey oh i live uh, hey uh oh, he's almost talking mm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of the talk and you know I don't know. There's the tracks that we're going to go into in our top five. There's, there's obvious reasons why that's, you know, Mm. I I guess it supersedes it. Mm. I mean, you know, again, it's, you know, borderline, an iconic tune. And it's, uh, Mm. it's, the thing is, it's when there's so much, uh, of Pax music, that's about death and dying and paranoia. Mm. It's uh, uh, so refreshing. It's so, it's just, it's nice that there is a, you know, uh, uh, an optimistic Tupac but that has that, you know, keep your head up. It's like, oh, there is another side to you that's, mm. um, you know, I, I, I don't know, that kind of, the, the juxtaposition of the track with the rest of his entire library of music, which is, mm. you know, not got a great outlook on on life. Um, it's it,
0: that says something about it. Yeah. No, it's not in my five. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I like the, I know what you see about the rhyming. It is kind of talking almost, but it's the way he goes, race the babies, the, the babies, like that. the way he does that. Uh, it's the, I don't know who informed his, technical like the way he rhymed you know he really elongated really leaned into some of those moments i'm trying to think of who please let us know people know but like who kind of informed that i know shock g was very important to you know pat kind of thing but i just wonder where that came from and if or if you just landed on it and felt more comfortable doing that but you can't the prolificness of him uh it kind of it just comes to bear when you think this is essential all that music we've got all that music we've got i think something like keep your head up is essential to understanding Tupac. And this is why, if you're playing it to an alien, just listen to the bars. Like, it probably is, if not the women's right anthem in male hip-hop, I don't know many others that are this kind of anthemic. It's an anthem, if you know what I mean. And by that same thing, you have that thing of his legacy of he's, you know, getting sentenced, he's fucking crying in the courtroom, saying sorry, after going, you know, it is sexual abuse. He got, uh, uh, convicted for yeah he's got this song in his canon and I think yeah. you have to understand his relationship with women his mum he's paying tribute to his mum in his song as well and the women around him um, and I think actually that song came out a month before he got convicted of sexual assault so you're like mm-hmm. geez this is probably at the time even more crazy how it's all like you know but yeah no I, I, but you know you talk about his response to the um, shooting in LA of the, of the young girl You know what's interesting is if you could have gone into the booth, you could have been a darker, more angry. This is not uplifting, it's tragic, but it is a celebration of black women and and black people. And the sensitivity in this song is what redeems people Pack to people now like you can all, all say oh yeah but he lived that gangster life lived by the sword died by the sword all this but these are the songs keep your head up is that kind of song Dear mama is that kind of song where people can be like well no he also did this and he's kind of a poet and all this stuff and um yeah yeah that's, a-
1: that's just not who he was at this point you know like mm. he was not the darker more violent uh you know thug that mm. he became to be in his later albums that's just yeah. This, he hasn't hit that point in his transition yet
0: yeah absolutely man absolutely one of the first songs I'd ever heard to talk on colorism I'd never thought about colorism you know we have it in Indian culture if you, you're, you're always making yourself look light and it's like yeah, yeah no 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 make sure you look white make sure you look white and then him to talk about it in this yeah the black of the berry the sweet of the juice and uh, and I was oh god yeah like I'd never thought of it and Jesus Christ look at the lineage of this song to Kendrick Lamar you know that I mean Kendrick's it's pretty incredible you have a 1996 superstar and then you have a noughties uh, well more like 2010s superstar and they it's all packed. this is what i'm saying this is how huge it is it's all packed, and i not, not saying kendrick's all packed, but he's massively in the dna of his music um right so number six Whew, we're gonna have fun now and uh, let's just quickly go to the chat there before we before we go here uh oh uh, dano uh is the most fun pack album i think he means thug life because he says i will die on the hill with cam for pour out a little liquor oh Fair play, Dano. A moment of pure emotional resonance where he made all of uh, he made all of uh, all of it. Yeah, feel for it. Yeah, exactly. We made all of us feel for it. That's what he meant. Feel it. That's what he meant. There you go. Uh, and Jack P. All eyes on me was just so groovy and effortless to rap along to in the same way. Juicy always was for Biggie, without it yeah. being his best work. Interesting point. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Number six. Can't see me. Mm.
2: From all Yo, you somebody. dickhead See you later <laughs> I'm, I'm,
4: I'm going home <laughs> The blind stares Of a million pairs of eyes Looking hard But won't realise That they will never see The pea. P <laughs> i catch them while they coked up and weeded, open fire, now them niggas bleeding. See me in flesh and test and get your chest blown, straight off the west, don't get blown. My adversaries cry like hope, open and shut like dough.
0: I knew, I knew this was getting upset. I knew this was getting upset. I knew it would. I'm already I. Guessing it's in your five, Ray. Guessing it's in your five.
2: It's the fucking number one track of all time. It's <gasps> arguably one of the wow. greatest. It's ridiculous. We're talking about. This is your number, about number one six. song. Number six. Number <laughs> six. Have you heard? To, have you listened to any Tupac? <laughs> did you s- do any
0: work? Did I did. Did you? I, did I, you?
2: I hope. Uh, yeah, it took a long time
0: to get this list together, mate. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. To be fair. To be fair, to Ray though, can't see me was top three when I started this list. It was. You know, when you talk about like just compiling your favourites. Absolute. Yeah, definitely. But this list is a bit more. I want to get them all to dimension. I think there's another song that does the, what can't see me does for me. But for Ray, sin is five. Ray breakdown. Why it's number one. Wow. Number one. T- tell me why.
2: Uh, out of all the two Bucks albums, All mm-hmm. Eyes On Me is his best album. And so then this is the best track on the album. <laughs> it's as simple as that <laughs> yeah I see It's logic, it's simple logic you're breaking it down but also like you've, you've narrowed it because there's no features so you've narrowed it already yeah, yeah exactly there's, hey, no, hey, there's George no features Clinton. And George Clinton feature it, yeah it doesn't, doesn't count doesn't count mm. little, little chorus mentions this is it's, he's it's, doing it's the hook the yeah mm-hmm. yeah so but that's the thing with Can't See it's the, the audacity the fucking audacity of pack. your album is called All Eyes On Me and the biggest track is you can't see me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are yeah. looking right at me. If you can't see me, <laughs> yeah. all eyes are on me. But you can't see me. Love it.
2: But yeah, it, it's just um, it's it like so. We were saying before about like he's not. Uh, he's not in my top five. So I'm not. Mm. I w- won't pretend that he ever was. But this the the he switches up his flow in the first in the just in, in all the verses. But let's go with the first verse. Mm. And this it's just. It's fire and passion and just um, mm. just, just fucking in your face. Give me, give me my money in stacks and lace my bitches with dying figures, real ends figures on nickel plated nine oh, triggers. I see my enemies defeated. Just all of it. It's just, and even I've just said that, I know everyone in the chat and, and both of you, you're kind of finishing the verse in your head, <laughs> the, the rhythm of it. it it's just, you yeah. can't. I had, this was, look, we. We usually start start these episodes with "What was your least hip hop thing?" Oh yeah, we've so got to do that. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'm in the fifteenth floor of an apartment block here. So there's a, there's an elevator situation, you know, and there's mirrors in there. And yeah. I, I get to the elevator. And I've got a bump in the headphones. I'm like, yeah, just got like face uh, you can't. There's a lot of Tupac's music. You can't help but move to it. Yeah. Anyway, the the lift stopped on an intermediate floor, and people got in, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm not dancing to myself. And then you have to try to not dance. Explain.
0: That's even harder. Can't explain it.
2: You yeah. ha- and then you have to sit there and because you're not quite aware in the lift if people can hear your headphones or not. So you mm. kind of stop it and just, just, just pretend that you were just having the, most, the best time No, teach in them. Your, I, think, own, but...
0: I think the opposite. Keep your headphones on. Turn them louder, if anything, because they need to learn people sometimes well just the thing was
2: you know then do you do you stop and explain to people for the next you know 12 floors like oh it's, it's, it's a podcast research that's why I'm no, it's just I love tupac. This, why I don't,
0: don't you <laughs> that. Yeah. why don't you love tupac as much as I do <laughs> okay I, I like that but look Ray it is my number six so let's not sleep on the fact I have 37 <laughs> right it is still number six it is still very high so I understand you're upset
2: but it is it's a thunders- you've got to have Power, powerful. Uh, this five. Yeah, I know. This one, this way you need to shoot me down. Yeah. I
0: said, I would put the disclaimer at the top. You know, people are going to leave disappointed. But one of the best songs to change a climate. We've talked about this before Climate Changing Cuts. Can't see me. He's probably top three. Easy. Just any song. Any song. Put it on. That production. Dr. Dre. Ooh, yeah, it's it's
2: Dre. Yeah, Dre's production again as well. And it's like, it's got, thing is, it's got all of, um, I guess what he was later on in his career, you know, that the the the, the, um, the paranoia and that, like, mm. you know, are you friend? Are you friend or foe? Y- yeah. You ain't know. You ain't like, know. I don't yeah. know. You know, this whole like, who 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 to trust kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But um, you just got mate. girls, money, guns, shootouts, enemies defeated. It's, just, it's, it's got everything. It's got <laughs> it it's,
0: it's all the it's all the boxes. Pure gangster. Yeah, it's hundred percent pure gangster. Rob, I'm going to come to you, but I was just going to say, it is interesting how. This was originally a Dog Pound song uh, on, on Dog Food. How are you cutting this? Who there was saying, yeah, let's definitely play Let's Keep Doctoral, or Let's Play House, and <laughs> cut Can't See Me? Like, come yeah. on. Like, I understand people like Let's Play House, but I've never really enjoyed it. I love Dog Food, though. But I was just thinking, how have you cut that? And then this is rumours but we love rumours in 90s hip-hop because no one can they're unsubstantiated but it was actually going to be for Helter Skelter do you remember uh, uh, Dre and, Dray and uh, Cube's collaboration project that they did uh Oh, what's that song again with the video? Can't remember now. Uh, but you know, th- they did a song together. This was supposed to be the beat for <clears> one of their songs. And I think Cube would have killed this. But Pac made it so his own. And like my own mum, say, I'm thugged out. Wait, oh, my own mum is saying, I'm thugged out. Be shit popular in the record store if this is a drug house. And that, just as that, as a kid, just the emphaticness of it. Yeah, I absolutely love Can't See Me. You're right. Oh, God. Maybe I should have put it in my top five. Uh, but let's raise right, it. I feel bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Shit, yeah, no, that's such a good song. Um, Jack P oh, got that. Uh <laughs> Jack P, nearly an hour in and still not a top five. That's what we do. That's what we're known for. (laughs) Uh, Nick Sheffield, always the way, Jack. Nick knows. Nick knows. Settle in, guys. Uh, Oh, Jack P. So I think we've got his number one. Can't see
2: me number one. Boom. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can't see me is
0: my number one. The beat is so raw and the uh, the flow on it is just perfect. He's ferocious. He is, absolutely. Uh, He starts off the second disc. It starts off that disc where you're like, "Why have you peaked? Why have you peaked here already?" A uh, box when I was younger, it was yes. my walkout song. Oh, said Jack yes. P. That's the it. That is it. That's
2: a walkout song. And passion
0: <laughs> that's just that's got it. me so pumped. Rob, I'm sorry I didn't come to you now, but but please tell well, me, good. tell me what you think. You're going to hate the song, are not you? <laughs> uh,
1: no, 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 I don't hate it. It's not my top five, but no. I don't hate it. I don't no. have much else to say about it other than I, I love the that he sort of kept the digital underground funk influence, even though, you know, Shaq G wasn't involved mm. uh, in all that. on so, me that he kept that thread in this record. Yeah. I, I love that about that song.
0: No, absolutely. It's an interesting paradox though, because you have the fun parliament, you know, kind of hook the hook. It's all like, yeah, yeah. But he just is dragging it down with his gangsterisms about like taking it out all his enemies. And I think George Clinton was a know. bit like, no, but George Clinton obviously is a bit like, uh yeah you yeah, can yeah. see me i suppose you yeah, know that kind of thing but that tension that tension really adds to it for me i mm. I find it a really it's a great experience just to hear it but uh yeah no we're just refusing to rise above that bullshit and clinton just going all right then fair enough i'll just be over here uh, but anyway so here we go then guys in the chat please drop your top fives Here's my number five song. And I already know it's not going to be in an Rays, and I probably isn't going to be in Rob's. And this is when people are going to start getting upset. But this is probably my two pack, fa- my favorite two pack verse ever, probably one of easily. For people who say you can't hold it down with technical MCs, I would put this song, And If I Die Tonight, up there as well. It's just the way he delivers this on No More Pain from All Eyes Ooh. on Me. All Eyes on Me getting big representation in this podcast at the moment. <laughs>
4: shit they say about me, plus all you busters is jealous, pull your gun out,
0: Yeah, No More Pain, Devante, Jodeci. Oh, I love Jodeci as a kid. But just when he, that ding, 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 the, the way that comes in, the Method Man interpolation. I've always loved this song as a kid. I remember it just always be. This is another one I analysed. Sorry, this was the other one I analysed. It's a six former. And I remember now listening to it, it sounds like something 36 Mafia could have done in 96. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That beat is a 3-6. But then it makes you think of the One Nation thing and how he wanted to combine with Boot Camp Click and Outcast and Dungeon Family and Big Gip and all these people and make this new movement after Death Row, which we never got to see. But in this beat, I kind of can absolutely hear it. My av- adversary's crying like holes, fully eradicate my flaws, my lyrics are spelled on contact, gaming you holes. The way he's just rhyming on that, it's just like, oh, my mama's only son, running is on the one. Yeah, I could just run the whole thing, but I'm not gonna. But it's just vicious, absolutely vicious. I think um, it's almost horrible. I would say at that point, I, I was very into Grave Diggers, very into my RZA sound, and this isn't that, but it is. If G Funk went there, but it kept G Funk in it, um, yeah. And then it's it's, it's it, for me, it's very like I remember it really well. When it's like my only fear of death is reincarnation. Whole heart of a soldier with a brain to teach a whole nation and feeling no more pain. I didn't know Activist Pack when I heard this. I heard All Eyes of Me first, and I remember thinking, "Oh shit!" Like you're bringing some like Ice Cube shit here. You know what I mean, kind of thing. And uh, just a declaration of allegiance of what he's living right now. This is the world where I'm living in, and this is what I'm going to do. And he just combat and hate it tinges all the words. And uh, yeah, it's just like fuck me. Yeah, he's he's just absolutely. It's very eerie and kind of sad now when you think about it. But yeah, and also Ray, one of our favorite bits. It's the epitome of Tupac talking shit at the end of a song. He loved doing that, didn't he? <laughs> Add another 60 seconds. Beats great. So it's always good, but I like, just love doing it on all eyes. I mean, just going to, now. Nah, I'm going to go after this guy now nah, after this guy. So, um, yeah. yes, uh, no more pain. Top five. Anyone with thoughts on no more pain, shortlists, anything like that? Ooh, didn't make my list. Didn't make your list. Any thoughts on it, Rob? Do you like it?
1: I do like it. Um, I I was, I'd kind of forgotten about it until this past week when I was revisiting uh, the album. Interesting. And when it came on, I was like, it kind of surprised me for some reason. I was like, oh yeah, this is, this song is after America's Most Wanted. Um
3: mm. Yeah,
1: I, I I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. It. Mm. It, it's a it's a song I enjoyed. And I remember like latching on to the the conscious threads that you're you're uh talking about as well. Mm. But
0: for some reason, just never thought about it again. Yeah, that's it. Inter- no one, I, I did put out some stuff on Twitter and uh, a few people did come up with No More Pain. So it's kind of made me okay. feel like, oh, it isn't just me, but I don't know anyone who really talks. But it is kind of, I suppose it is my yeah. favourite, but it is <clears throat> allegiance so to that that
2: world. You can be incorrect and they can be incorrect as well. This isn't, <sighs> this is, this tune isn't, it's not <laughs> the one. It's not, it doesn't get onto a top five. And it's slow repping pack as well. Like exactly. When you've you got him, you got, yeah. when you got fast in two packs, Tunes and mm. the the passion, the fire, and the, that comes to it. And this the beat, this it's was always a skip for me. It's a very sparse beat. I'll give you that. It's not like some of
0: the other tracks on that album, but it is very eerie. Gives him space to really rhyme. But you're right, it, I, and I, I, I suppose that's why people don't talk about it as much because it is so different to the rest of the album.
2: I suppose. But again, I don't care. I don't care about people talking about. Who are these people talking <laughs> about anything?
0: Who, who, who are you, who are you? There who are people it? out is, there outside of this podcast. People over there. People right, out of my balcony outside. You're right. So I invite them in. What I, are we talking about? Yeah, here? I could just be making this all up. You're <laughs> right. I could just be making all this up. Absolutely. So I, as I knew I was going to get the the shit for that one, that's absolutely fine. Let's go to four then. Let's go to number four, right? So number four. Again, a song that I assume is on a lot of people's top fives. It was maybe top one, top two uh, years and years ago. It is Dear Mama at number four. Yes. Mm. tears said with my baby
4: sister. Over the years we was bored and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell. Hugging on my mama from a jail cell. Who thinkin' elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary One day, running from the police, that's right Mama cast me, put a whoopin' to my backside And even as a crack fiend, mama You always was a black queen, mama I finally understand, for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man You always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that
0: I understand. You are. Dear Mama number four, me against the world. Tony Pizarro on the beat, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about aliens. And playing an alien a, a pack song I think this is the most open one of the most open songs in hip-hop history the sheer this is the heart of pack on a song kind of thing and uh I think an alien would need to know if you want to understand pack you need to know about his mom and you kind of need to know his lineage and this kind of awe inspiring duality of 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 himself for you guys is dear mama in your fives no <laughs> Slow oh, this, is not going anywhere. Terribly. this
2: is going terror pack ain't anywhere <laughs> dear
0: mama is it anywhere rob dear it, mama for you is it anywhere it's not
1: not on my five either and i think it's just a matter of fatigue like i heard mm. that song so much i i could probably recite the whole thing for yeah. you i'm not going to but um <laughs> i think that's it for me like it's just too familiar
0: hmm interesting that's interesting uh, again my criteria of trying to you know, get the dimensions of packing my five as well as be some of my favourite. Uh, I just love the beat on this as well. The beat is like, I know it's, again, it's slow pack. So maybe for the slow pack people, uh, for the fast pack people, probably not the one. But um, like just them dark notes of anger and despair, but just acceptance of what's happening, you know, of, of who his mum is, what she went through. And the system, obviously, that they've grown up in kind of thing. And it was a level of maturity, I suppose, in a very immature period of my life that I hadn't really heard in rap. And um, maybe even seldom in 90s rap, especially this big. I assume this is one of his biggest songs. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think that topic of authenticity has always been really big in gangster rap anyway. Are you real? Are you real? Yeah. You know, Are you down? That type of thing. And I just think now, when you look at this, he's being real outside of gangster rap in like as well, that gangster rap trope that you always hear. But he's talking about being really real, about like, you know, this is your thoughts and feelings and fears kind of thing. And it did add a softer dimension, absolutely, in a time when I loved hard hip-hop, you know, that kind of thing. Even tribe were kind of hard with their beats, kind of thing. Um, but I think it's kind of crucial to really think about Pac. In that way, that he could go there and do it better than kind of anyone. If you know, I can't think of any other rap- rapper who do better than Pac. Even Drake. Now, I don't I need to hear. Fans. I don't need
2: to hear any of any of my favorite rappers rapping about their relationship with their mum. I'm really? sure they have it and respect respect to people have it. And I hope everyone has a great uh, relationship with their parents. Of course. Mm. I don't. I don't. I want to hear it, Mum. What are you talking about? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that. But do, in other words I, I, I feel like, like it, I feel music, like Tupac's motivation for making this tune. Wasn't to appeal to his fans. It's like, all right, there's other people that want maybe want to hear something else. And to those people, you know, mm. the 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 mothers and the non hip hop fans might have been, oh wow. And and maybe that's why it's a tune that's so massively listened. To. It's got a, I, I don't know how many listens it's got on Spotify. Mm. It's I've got the top five the Spotify biggest, coming up. Mm. Yeah, right, it's got one of his. It's got one of his. Uh, it's probably got to be one of his most listened to tunes. But it's nowhere mm. near one of his best tunes, and it doesn't belong in this top five. But it to just,
1: that point, like this was a song I could play in front of my parents and not not worry.
3: Like
1: mm. that but, they I knew they would hear and they would somehow appreciate.
0: Yeah. But again, that's a I suppose it's a pro anacon if you don't want your parents to know about hip hop. But also it's a pro because you kind of want hip hop to reach the masses and see the power of what it can do. It's interesting you don't want to hear about mum. I don't know because I listen to singer songwriters. I kind of want to listen to the relationships they've got, like their wives, their kids, their mothers, their fathers. I actually like that, like Towns Van Zant, like yeah, you know, people like that. I like to hear how you've grown up, Johnny Cash, people like that. Whereas in hip hop, I still like that. I don't know, so it's kind of a musical thing for me, maybe that I like to learn about the artist. But yeah, man, I still I just kind of still play that as well. I do understand the fatigue. There was a moment in my life where I just never listened to it, but I think yeah. becoming a dad, having hip hop to play around a kid, <laughs> you know, only so that limits it straight away. Uh, so it's either dr- dr- like just instrumentals or stuff like this. And um, obviously my wife loves it as well. So, and it is always on radio and it is always on MTV and stuff like that. Like, you know, the, the channels and that. So yeah. Okay. So that's four. I've got three more. Let's just quickly see what people's top fives are then. Uh, uh, Rob, we're going to really dig into yours. I don't think you've, we have <laughs> na- have we nailed any, should we have a quick recap? How many we've uh, we,
1: we got, uh, keep your head up. That was my number two.
0: Keep your head up. That's the only That's one. It. Oh, Bob. Yeah. this is what I'm yeah. saying. I'm excited yeah. for this. Ray, how many we've got yours so far? Just one. Boom. Okay. So, can't see me. Let's see. Jack P, my 5R. Can't see me. Boom. Ambitions as a rider. It ain't easy. Good shout. It ain't easy all eyes on me and old school. I love the inclusion of old school. It's very much like LL Cool J's hip hop, if anyone's heard that song, but it is like PAC. And he never does that. Whereas LL Cool J did do that. Um, Steve Piper, if PAC had linked up with the BBC, the song titles would have been called Hard to Understand. That's good. I like that. I like it. Free music, so many tears greater than Dear Mama. This is why me and you get on, Dano. A uh, little spoiler for later. Ninjas rose. Two slightly off-topic questions, Cam. Did you? Oh no! Did you get your MF Doom tattoo finished? Also, have you got someone else planned for after? Someone else planned for after this? Yes, I'd mean, I haven't got it finished. That's true. It's money, mate. I need some more money to get my MF Doom tattoo finished. Uh, but someone did say to me uh, the other day, if you're doing top five MF Doom, by the way, that's going to be one of the hardest episodes ever. And that person is right and unfortunately we are going to have to do that because we need to know which song goes on the alien playlist this is what we're doing it for this is what we're trying to do it right so dear mama aliens i think you know there's not many songs that do what dear mama does so i think that's held us holds a strong case for aliens i think maybe the strongest oh, no no. But no this is what I'm saying. we'll make the arguments we'll make the Vito. arguments i don't know if i have veto power but no, you, veto. i don't think anyone does <laughs> no, no you do no you don't but number three number three now we're cooking. Top three. California Love Remix. Mm. California Love Remix, and the it remix. is the remix. It is yeah. the remix. Oh, that's my first love.
4: Out of mail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing hoochie screaming, feening for money and alcohol. The life of a Westside player with capizzi and a strong ball. Only in Cali will we riot, not rally to live and die. In LA, we wear chucks, not ballets. Yeah, that's right. from
0: some aliens why did an alien hear this for me this is the levels of the Beatles kind of anthems that will go on forever California love will live on forever. It is a timeless song to me. It transcends hip hop completely to a world of like just pop culture. It becomes pop culture. His first number one. Uh, so defining moment, I think for me in the era of loving West coast rap, obviously love doggy style. I did, but what this had was the two gargantuan sons colliding <laughs> of Dre and pack in 96, 95. Like, that's you could probably argue the biggest next to biggie rappers in hip hop at that point superstar wise i mean like you know sales and all that stuff so to see them combine on this and truly flex the commercial power muscles of hip hop like this is what we can do this is how good we can make hip hop and it's like that summer kind of tinge to it i did hear it was both supposed to be for chronic too so I'm wondering what Dre thought about 2001, like, you know, if this was going to be on 2001 or what, but um, obviously Pac got it. As you said, he probably was in there like, no, it's me. I want this. I will give it me now. It's you know, essentially what he was in 96, wasn't it? Demanding things. Um, yeah. and, and and not to sleep on the context of it all. If you are understanding Pac, talk about a return to the mainstream He's just come out of jail and he's released this and the original, which a lot of people prefer. I prefer the remix. I'll tell you why. And I would like to know from you guys why, uh, which one you like. Um, but I think that first note, when I heard it as a kid, it is like a war cry to dance, get to the dance floor that comes on. It is an i truly iconic moment for me of uh, the time capsule in 1996. I can't think of many songs that had hit me that hard. And it's just the heartbeat of of hip-hop for me. It's like the heartbeat and living. And the track is about just living in joyous shit. And yes, he calls out people, but the music is not that. And that's why I love the remix. People come at me, obviously, if you want to, but the original does not have the Roger Troutman. Roger Troutman, one of my favourite moments in music generally is the outro to the remix, where he's (laughs) going with that talk box and dripping, we just funk.
3: Everybody Everybody Just
5: come on Baby, baby, baby mama Shake
4: mama on a scale Mama, mama, mama
5: I'm you going
0: And really tying it back, like you said earlier, Rob, about the uh, uh, um, shock G, you know Parliament P funk funkadelic, all that, and Zap and DJ Quick, obviously producing, uh, helping master a lot of this and producing on this album, and um, then you throw in the Cadence and Dre. And you throw in this—I don't know if he wrote for Dre on this, but I know he, he sometimes has that, doesn't he, a Dre? But like out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming, just inter interlope, like just completely referencing the Mamas and Papas, California dreaming. To no, 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 this is California dreaming now. You've had your sixties, you've had your seventies. Mainstream is now. This is California dreaming, and um, yeah, I just think feeling for money, alcohol, life of West Side player. Like this is this is his mo. This is who he is now. And uh, even that, LA, LA is where we riot, not rally. I always thought that was a bit of shade to the East Coast in this East West beef. Like we rally, we riot over here. You guys are too busy with your fucking rallies, uh, whichever works, whichever. But you know he's obviously derogatory on it. And uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of yeah. And uh, before I talk about the remix, has the baseline that baseline. Duh, duh, do, 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 do. That baseline re- like reverberates in you more than the original, but I do love the original as well. So I kind of like both. I love both, to be fair. Guys, California love is it in your fives? Not no. for Rob. No. Not for no, Ray. Not for Ray. Either. Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> the Biggie episode was so much like oh, oh yeah, that's in your five right yeah. But uh, California love thoughts, queries, questions, any anything on that?
1: Rob. I um, I love the video. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll just say heavy nostalgia for me, kind of like what you were saying, Cam, like an anthem for that that year of my life. Mm. Um, so heavy nostalgia with this song. Um, I also loved his just boldness, opening this song out on bail for Shed of Jail, like just putting it out there. Mm. Um, and uh, I have to say, though, the, the original is the, the version that I connect with the most just because it's what i heard first ah. um and and i've always uh preferred that i guess for that reason but the video i was talking about the video the video is incredible mm. uh the video is one of those videos that has like i it, it can see it in my mind in a way that i can't many other videos from that time or from my childhood
0: mm. I, I, that's what I, I love the remix i mean the man but you know when he wakes up and like uh that he gets into the next video i look they actually did it you know back in the day it'd be like to be concluded at the end of a 90s <laughs> rap video yes. and you'd never fucking get the conclusion ever i think Nas did that a few times dmx did that a few times it never what, what happened next they actually thought it through and uh yeah i i heard the remix first so maybe that's what it is i heard i think the remix was on the album and then uh, uh the original came on the uh, Greatest hits when changes and stuff was that was on wasn't it? um But yeah, no, I mean California Love Ray, one of our party tracks, man. Back in the day, me and you house parties, yeah, yeah. It's
2: definitely one of our party tracks. But you know, Dre didn't write his lyrics. I don't know who did. Mm. And but it's true. just the uh, I think the original is just way superior. I don't know, what, what? I, don't know where you, I don't know where you go with that. Okay, that's definitely, fine. E- easily, and just I don't know. So it's, it, obviously, it's a great track. It's not the strongest track on the on uh, All Eyes on Me. And uh, But just the audacity of, like, so what you just said as well was, like, out um, on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. As soon as I step on that, bearing in mind what he's yeah. been, he's out on bail for, yeah. uh, you know, the, the offense. As like, soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing Hoochie screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they screaming? <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Why are you what? You're yeah. on bail for something? Come on, putting it right out there. Just yeah. like, I'm hearing Hoochie scream. What, because... Yeah, yeah. Sort that's, in them yeah like, that's interesting. I, yeah. I yeah, no, but, but I wonder um, if he thought that obviously detail, it's taken to it? mean because you know he's mm. you know big star and whatever, but mm. right. um, uh, yeah, no, I, I obviously obviously enjoyed the track at the time, mm. you still listen to it, that, but um, it's not, yeah, mm. uh, no, no, it's not, really? uh, no, it's uh, no, I no, I skip it, I don't, it's not one okay. that I look forward to listening to on All Eyes on Me. There's too many too many more incredible tracks on there. And I feel mm. like as well, um, similar to what we said about other tracks, it's just, you heard it too much. Yeah, And it, it's one that, again, it's one that, you know, maybe is it's too much of a pop. It's a pop track, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Mm. On the hard side of pop tracks, obviously. But Yeah, uh,
0: definitely commercial. Absolutely. And I suppose this is in a time when maybe it's not cool to be commercial. Obviously, he's fucking cool. But I'm saying yeah. like, it might have been a bit more like cool back in the day to be like, yeah, you might like that, but I've got woo. I've got jizzers, liquid swords here. I've got, you know, that kind of thing, which is fine. You know, again, I was that way, but um, yeah, I suppose another thing is that your environment when you learn it, I remember me and my uh, cousin, sisters watching it for the same time and both of our minds being blown. You remember, you, it's like watching the triumph video for the first time. Cause over here, yeah. Rob, we got it on top of the pops. You never got anything on top of it. And Triumph, they were like, here's the most expensive music video ever. Bang. And they Mm -hmm. kind of entered all the pops with it. I was like, what? They're playing the whole nine minutes, seven minutes, whatever it is. And um, yeah, I just remember sitting there with my cousin that we were watching. And I just, minds were like, great. And that, what and you like, just what is going on? That house party looked like the best house party ever. And as a 15 year old, 16 year old, you're like, I-, I want that, I want to be there, I want that <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, yeah. just the LA vibes to it all. And I know to live and die in LA is an incredible song, but this is the California heartbeat, man. Absolutely, like when I go to California next, I'm playing this song, absolutely. So, yeah,
1: I'll just say, I'll just say one more thing about it, a uh, 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 maybe critical
0: thing mm, for sure. No, absolutely, <laughs> as, as an
1: East Coast native there was always a part of me that was like, I don't give a shit about California. (laughs) I I don't connect to these lyrics at all. Like it's fun to listen to, but
0: yeah, no fair, fair. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. No, no, obviously it's great perspective because I didn't have that. So yeah. Um, So let's have a look then. Let's, let's see what we've got going on in the chat before I, uh, um, Oh, Ninja Rose. I missed your top five. Did I really? Where's your top five? Hold on. Anyone can see top five. Ray, can you see it? I can't see it. Ninja Rose, please drop that again. I missed your. I missed I miss the yeah, I your top I five. Uh, California Love is in my top five, says Nick Sheffield. Boom, Nick. This is why I love you. Ninja Rose. Oh yeah, feel your pain on the tattoos. Oh yeah, there we go. I've spent a ludicrous amount of money on them lately. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, it does. It does cost a lot. I wish all three of you had come onto the YouTube dressed in California Love video World. <laughs> Right, <laughs> in California video love wardrobe. If we had to all come. As characters from the California Love video, which one would it be and why? You'd have to have oh, T-
1: Tina Turner, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I can so see Ray with the eye patch as well. Ray with the eye patch. Absolutely, in it, Ray. Yeah you take that. I'd take the remix, as I've just been talking about all this time, and I'd take the bowler hat and the vest. Not with this gut I've got. I'm talking about when I'm 15, 16. I'd have took the vest then. A vest would not look good on me right now. That would have been a different type of music video uh, if that happened. But <laughs> there we go. Uh, I like that, right? Uh, uh, um... Uh, Dano who said that brilliant uh, Mad Max loved that yeah the video was huge it's massive um, if you do decide to do Doom top five I'm going to need a couple of months says Steve Piper absolutely Dano in defense of Cam getting no high fives on his list pack is more material than a biggie so you're bound to find yourself in an island you're right Dan I was thinking the same thing biggie has that much more finite and you have a lot more crossover which is why I was thinking it'd be quite interesting to see people's top fives and like it will be when we hear your guys uh, um, Jack P uh I'd easily have a breakdown trying to do of Doom. Yeah, it would be. It would be that. Uh, And uh, Ninja Rose, I've already got anxiety thinking about trying to compile a list. This is what we do. We fill people with anxiety, hatred, and just disdain. Uh, So, yeah, fair (laughs) play. What a podcast. Uh, So, number two, then. Number two, we're almost there, guys. I'm not going to mess about here. Hit them up. Hit them up. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride,
4: come equipped. White. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life Plus, Puffy tryna see me, weak, hearts I rip Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mock ass bitches We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at them boots. You know the rules Lil' Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces Now be deceased Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets
0: All the, the shit, you know, it obviously ignited and the negative energy around it. It's still one of the greatest songs, though, I find. Wow. Hit them up, guys. Any, any, any love or hate?
1: I have uh, such a conflicting thoughts and feelings about that song. I think it's, like, you know, one of the greatest diss tracks ever made. It's also one of the scariest diss tracks ever made. And I, at the time, I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. But also, I hate this. Like, mm. I... I wanted to keep the peace. I did not want songs like this mm. to like continue this, this ridiculous beef that they had going. Mm. Um, and he's also coming at artists that, you know, I really love like Mob Deep. Yeah. And, true. Uh, and of course, Biggie. So it's an interesting um, sort of contradiction uh, that exists within me about this song. It didn't make, it didn't make my list.
0: You're absolutely right though. It is a difficult song to kind of square. At the uh, you know with all that stuff in
2: uh, involved, I will dip into why I've done it. Ray hit him up for you. It's not MF five because it's got outlaw and waters on them. <laughs> yeah, that is that is. <laughs> but, uh, down, that's a, a big, big reason. But it's um you know if we talk about hip hop as a whole and you know battling, uh you know and just the the whole the whole concept of going head to head and you know all that kind of that kind of stuff. I know this is bigger than that. It's beef, but it's you know in in terms of that it's like if you as soon as you talk about um you know battle tracks you know head-to-head tracks just Mm. stuff where people are taking piss this this is number one this is number one this is all time number Mm. one there's not there's not another there's no there's no discussion about you know these kind of tracks without hit him up is mm. it it's, yeah you know mm-hmm. but um it is more anger than clever you know he's oh yeah it's not really yeah he's it's no just clever, this... yeah unhinged yeah. it's unhinged
0: when he's like yeah. my 4-4 make sure all your kids don't grow i remember as a kid thinking that is ridiculous but i suppose why i've got it in my fight at two is the sheer power of it and the sheer epitome of if, again, if you're talking about aliens, listen. If an alien needs to hear where rap can take the epitome of going too far, you've gone too far. You, all you've left is ashes and charred mm-hmm. ruins in your midst after hearing this. There's, you can't come back from some, a lot of the stuff he said. And it's when that transformation of diss tracks becoming vile and deadly. Yeah. That is, it, it, it wasn't, no Vaseline was on that razor's edge. It did it wasn't deadly as much as this was, um, but vitriol and how much incites an audience to take notice and how I was thinking if you are talking to an alien and you want hip hop to even kind of maybe touch on humanity and how humans work, how humans love drama and conflict. And yes, I have grown older and been like, that was just shit. That was just shit. That's what happened. That is shit what happened. And this, massively you know added to the for all and really fed into the media cycle of it all um Mm -hmm. but i can't lie that when i was 16 i fucking the drama was everything the drama was like again we were so detached from it but it's when they pass away where you're like oh fuck like i didn't really it's a bit like you know with kurt cobain um he he died and you were like, oh yeah, I never really saw the signifiers. I just love the songs. And I didn't really see the signifiers that you were really in pain, mate. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Obviously you grow from that. And when they've passed, you know about it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a poisonous song, really is. Mm. Um, but how can you make such a poisonous song, right, sound so commercially appealing and chart smash hit kind of thing? It, it has the two, the beat and everything is like, fuck me, so brutal. But um, Yeah, Jesus Christ, the way you're taking the Junior Mafia sample of get money and take money. And I think Mm. the nihilism, the sheer nihilism of killing ain't fair, but somebody got to do it. Mm. I remember him saying that and me being like, holy fuck, that's just nihilist. That's not even, like you said, it's unhinged. It's like, you don't have to kill, mate. He's like, no, it's not fair, but somebody's got to do it. And it's this weird storytelling. Ray said earlier, right at the top of this, is he acting? Is he not acting? And I think... um, did he really go to bed with Faith Evans? Uh, did Biggie really attack him? We don't know. But Pack is saying all these things, and it's the storytelling, myth-telling. Now you've said, I slept with your wife, a large percentage of people are going to believe that. And it's the way he's telling the story um, that, yeah, that the media just absolutely ran with. And, yeah, like, it was detrimental in that in that aspect. But, um, yeah, I don't even know if I've seen much of it. I, th- I think it was a real signifier in hip-hop where Jay-Z and Nas were like, yeah, we'll do takeover and we'll do like Ether, but we can't. There are lines there. we don't cross. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I yeah. think that's what Nas. And the and Sorry. the thing is, there was still there's there was there was, I don't know, cleverness to that. Like, yeah, you you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song. You know, there's mm. there's this stuff that you're like, oh shit, there's you know the drops that you would, you know, the stuff that if it was an actual battle on stage, there there are lines where you'd react and you wouldn't even hear the next two lines because people are reacting to it. You know, mm. but there's no there's not really. This, I don't know. But Your reaction up, is just,
0: different, isn't it? Your reaction is more like an emotional reaction rather than a surreal. Yeah. A, like, kind of, ugh,
2: okay. yeah. Why are you so angry? But the thing there's a little part of me as well that's still, like I said, it's at the top that, you know, that he is playing a character, you know, like mm. they're, they're, and if they were all in the room together, he wouldn't, you know, pull out an unlicensed firearm and shoot them. He'd be like, oh, Biggie, it's so good to see you. Oh, wow, it's great we're playing these characters. Uh, like, oh, what you I
5: don't
1: know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sort of of the opinion that I don't, I'm not even sure Pac knew if yeah. he was playing a character or not. Yeah. Like, mm. like he took the method acting too far. Now he's become the character, sort of. Mm. That's that's how yeah. I, I always thought about it.
0: But he lived it, didn't he? Remember when he was coming up, when he was spitting at the camera and he was lifting his shirt yeah. up with a thug life and out the window with his fingers and stuff like that? He was living that uh, so I am a bit like that. Fuck me, would he have? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, if, if he'd just gone that far, if he'd have seen him. He's look at that beatdown of Orlando Bloom before he passes away. Like Pack is living that. He's not doing it for CCTV. He's he's doing that, you know. And it was lethal. It was lethal what happened. But just as you have, and I suppose I'm guilty of putting this at number two, of maybe doing this, but I'm, I'm at least trying to be aware of it. But it's definitely very, it does carry the whiff of, like the the legacy of this song, because let's, let's not forget, when this song came out, it opened the floodgates. There was, you know, New York, New York and L.A., L.A., and all these people were re- like, it opened the floodgates for beef. It really kickstarted it and to a new level. But it does hold this whole whiff of, oh, look at these, you know, young black men fighting and isn't it fun? Isn't it fun mm-hmm. to watch these two guys fight and stuff like that? And I feel like I've grown from that, but it is also like essential to your understanding of PAC. You can't have Dear Mama on one side. And not have hit them up because you need to know the extreme points, the polar, the polar opposites of pack. Like, this is a same well, I you did could have, mama. Jesus. You could have neither. But, um, well, you could have neither. You could have neither. Yeah. But I suppose it by five. Yeah. But um, yeah, just complete transformation of a, of a person. Uh, so I've got my number one coming. Uh, let's just quickly look at, and you guys have got so much to break down for us here. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to do my number one. Let's do my number one. My number one.
2: Wait, hang on. Yeah. I'm trying to think. If
0: I can guess it. Oh, yeah, please do. If you can, guys can guess it, it's quite well known. No, thought.
2: No. No, can't guess there's it. There's too, no, too much. No, there's too much no.
0: There no. is a lot of work. There is a lot of work. Uh, so, well, let me give you the top five from Spotify. Top five from Spotify. You talked about earlier. I know, just found it here. Number one's Hit Him Up. Number two's California Love, original. <laughs> Fuck you, Cam, in the mud. Number three, Ambitions as a Rider. Ambitions of Rider, number three. Uh, number four, All Eyes on Me. And number five changes, which got discovered mm. from my list. Um, yeah. and they're the numbers they're racking up are something like 586 million. <laughs> so this is how big he is still, you know, on Spotify. You know, my number one, shock G, making an appearance at number one as a producer on this, which kind of feels good for me. So many tears. So many tears. Two pack, me against the world.
4: Back in elementary. I survived on misery, left me alone, I grew up amongst a dime breed. Inside my mind, couldn't find a place to rest, until I got that dug like tatted on my chest. Tell me, can you feel me? I'm not living in the past, you want to last. Be the first to blast, remember Kato. No longer with to see the seed deceits, call on the sirens. Seen them murdered in the streets, now rest in peace. It's there heaven for a G, remember me. So many homies in the cemetery shed so many tears. Ah, I so suffered through just... the It's just so many teams Lord. I lost so many pieces, shed so many tears Now that I'm struggling in this business by any means Label me greedy, getting green, but seldom seen And fuck the world cause I'm cursed, I'm having visions of leaving here in the hurts. God can you feel me? Take me away from all the pressure and all the pain Show me some happiness again, I'm going blind I spend my time in the cell, ain't living well I know my destiny is hell, but did I fail? My life is in denial, and when I die Baptized in eternal fire, shed so many tears
0: i have a lot to say about this song but you guys does so many tears make anyone's five
2: the irony of that choice is Mm. that it causes me so many tears
0: (laughs) true true okay rob
1: it's also my number one
0: oh (laughs) oh rob rob i (laughs) suppose ray gets outvoted here the aliens are only listening to one song now from pat and it's and it's not what you wanted ray but So many, Rob. You're the guest. Please break down to me why why it is your number one because that's a big thing for Pac.
1: Yeah. So I'll try to keep this brief. I grew up in a fairly conservative Christian household and Mm. went to school at at a fairly conservative Baptist Christian school. Mm. When I was in high school, I remember um, shortly after Pac's death, uh, there was a Bible class where we listened to this song for some reason. As an example, I, I think of like spiritual warfare, but also I think in an attempt to like help some of us understand Pac's death. Because I had classmates that were pretty like pretty upset, broken up about, mm. about his murder. Um, so in this conservative setting where, um, you know, Pac's music would, would have been considered immoral. And we're listening to so many tears. And I remember the teacher hearing it and immediately getting it. Like she could, she could hear his pain and, you know, that allowed her to like empathize in a way mm. uh, with him. And I just think that's what's great about this song. It makes him human. Mm. You know, it it articulates some of the underlying cause of his otherwise like wild behavior and the behavior of his like thug persona mm. um, in a way that just contextualizes it for the listener. Um, I don't know. I don't know how anyone could hear this song and not feel something. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily the first time we heard pop like, express his humanity, but uh, this song after he's been shot and he's facing legal issues and allegations and to hear him just be so open about about all of that um, was striking. You know, mm. uh, inside my mind couldn't find a place to rest till I got the thug life tied it on my chest. You know? That this thug shit, that's, that's about belonging. You know, it's about feeling that you fit in somewhere. Mm. Um, and all the shit that he went through from the start of his career, the mm. political criticism, Dan Quayle, bullshit, the mm. attempts to uh, censor music, attempts on his life, sexual assault allegations. He addresses all of that. Mm. Um, now that I'm struggling in this business, business by any means, let me 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 greedy, getting green.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, I spend my time in a cell. and living well. I know my destiny is hell. Mm. That shit is heavy, so heavy. And, mm. um... I just I connect with it on a human level, and I think the the thing that keeps it from being like uh, uh, you you mentioned Shakti on the production, the thing that keeps it I think from being just like utterly depressing mm. is the beat, like the cymbal claps on this song are just
3: yeah. so
1: great. Yeah. Um, they come uh,
0: through those cymbal claps.
1: Yeah, it, the the guitar you know has this bluesy feel that fits mm. uh, the tone of the song. Uh, shock g i think is it, it, this song is like an example of his sort of subtle genius yes um
0: also uh, there was an original there was an original version wasn't there was a shock g original version i think of this song as well and uh yes yeah, i, I don't find it as good but it is interesting how the original version is still out there on the web if you want to check it out but yeah absolutely sorry rob you were saying
1: i was i was pretty much done i mean it's wild to me that this song was such a big hit um just because of the sort of uh, vulnerability that's in it but mm. yeah love
0: this song yeah i'm so glad that it's it's up there high for you as well for me it's four four incredible verses of dark heart like it's hip hop it's fame it's america it's being shot like all entwined of like just minutes of music and it's imp- incredible what he does with so much so like in four verses And it's just stark naked, man. And you're right. And, um, just don't stand. I'm suicidal. Don't stand near me. Every move is a calculated step to bring me closer to embrace an early death. Now there's nothing left. He, this is when I I started seeing that element of death is really real for this guy. And it is probably going to come to him at some point, just way too early. And, um, I just think some of the most powerful words in this whole catalogue, if not the most for me, because as a kid, I remember just thinking he's growing up to de- like, he's growing up. De- That's another thing when he breaks down, growing up depressed with death around him, but such a strong sense of identity was like, back in elementary. I thrived on misery. And I was like, shit, man, you must've been, he's actually used to repress. Again, this is the Drake emo shit you're getting like years later, decades later of people talking about this. And, um, the tattooed on my chest line is un- unbelievable. But also questioning, you know, where you are and inside my own mind, I couldn't find a place to rest and all that stuff. And Jesus, that remarkable passage where he says, I fucked the world because I've cursed. I'm having visions of leaving here in a hearse. All these moments. And you're just like, yeah, just you said it really well there, Rob. And um, yeah, I just think it's really interesting for someone like him who he's gone through questioning if you're going to heaven. Uh, and if heaven, you know, is universal to millions of people and represented in a society, that's it's interesting. You had it in a Bible class because it's like, yeah, fuck the religious element of that. Like, is there a heaven? Do I deserve to go there? And his in his interviews, he's like, my heart is pure and I know I've made mistakes and hopefully I go to heaven because I believe what I'm doing. And I don't know if that was the same when he, when he died, but you know what I mean? And just personal insight. Yeah, absolutely. I know my destiny is hell. Where did I fail? Fuck me. Jesus, that, do you know what I mean? So yeah, no Ray, uh, so many tears. Do you have any thoughts on so many tears?
2: Yeah. So all of the stuff that you say about it, like it is interesting, but these tracks that are, you know, little step outs of the character Mm. are like, the character Tupac the Mm-mm. the you know the 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 can't see me the the hit him up character that that character is it like if we're talking about in playing roles or not we'll, we'll never know mm. <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> but um yeah that's why I I, I I don't know i i think part of what highlights all the things that you're saying about the out of this track is is you know insight about what he's going into and so honest and all the rest of it is that it's a step out of the character mm. but if we're talking about it in terms of the Alien playlist, which um, I wasn't briefed, by the way, we were. But it's, um, it's, it's um, the Aliens, if if you're talking about knowing Tupac, you want to know Tupac, the the, the character. And I don't Mm. think it is that. And I don't think it's a great beat. And I I think it's, it's, again, it's slow. It's it's slow rapping, It's not, no, it's not. Come on. Look look at the beat, the selection of beats across all of these albums and the the posthumous releases. No, it doesn't, it doesn't even get a look in.
0: Yeah, we've all got these different criteria, haven't we, where yours has got no features and they're just one the best And there's, better, there's, and this, be, there's yeah.
2: better tracks on um, Me Against the World.
0: I do love Me yeah. Against the World, the song, song. I think it's on Bad Boys. I think it's, yeah, I think it is in Bad Boys. Um, but yeah, no, okay, valid. I, I think one other thing before I forget, I was listening to it again today and I do listen to it quite like, it's on my playlist, it's right near the top. So you hear it, you know, when you play your playlist. And um, Jesus, them last words on the, on the song are so loaded now. When he's just yeah. like, um, remember me. And he just says that, like, with such weight, where he's like, murdered in my streets, now rest in peace, as a heaven for a G, remember me. And you're like, fuck, man, yeah, hip-hop will never forget. Thanks a lot to Kendrick Lamar as well, you know, doing that
2: kind of thing. So, yeah, no, um, mm. so so there we go. You've mentioned we, Kendrick Lamar and Drake too many times on the Two-Pack podcast. Drake, probably, yeah. But too you can't, many. I think if you're talking about modern hip-hop
0: and Pac's shadow over it, that is the artist, yeah. isn't it? So, um, but you've seen the Spotify top five. You've now got my top five. Let's have a recap of yours. And I'm going to go to Rob first. What what have you got now? So, so more tears number, Yeah. So many tears number one. Yeah? yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah. So many tears is number one. Keep your head up as number two. Mm. All right. So let's see what the rest of them are. Let's go. I'll, go, I'll stop. Yeah. I'll stop from the, start from the bottom. Mm. Uh, my number five got in my mind made up, which I know violates Ooh. a lot of, <laughs> a lot of criteria that the two of you have but
0: yeah
1: no.
4: so. <laughs> Count the so mandatory my elevation my lyrics like orientation so you could be more familiar with the nigga you facing we must be patient nothing better than communication known the damage and highly flammable like gas stations sorry I left that ass waking. no more procrastination give up the fake and get that ass shaking I'm busting and making motherfuckers panic don't take your life for granted put that ass in the dirt you swear to put of planet my lyrics motivate the planet it's similar to Rhythm Nation but thugged out Janet, who's in control? I'm activing your soul. You know the way the game's getting so two years ago, a friend of mine told me Alice and Crystal blows your mind. Bear witness to the dopeest fucking rhyme I brought. Taking off my coat, clearing my throat. I got my mind made up. Come on, Come on. get in.
1: When the, when this album dropped and all eyes on me dropped the and I first saw the tracklist, like this was the song mm. that I was most excited to hear. Um, I mean Math I've with the dog pound uh (laughs) yeah it it made like this east coast west coast thing seem like bullshit you know um Mm. which i which i liked um i like that the track as a whole is sort of understated there's this muted quality to it Mm. on on an album full of like grand ideas and big sounds it's got it's got this pretty simple beat and with the exception of meth i think all of them are kind of rapping in this cool calm Mm. sort of way um and I don't mind mess energy you know even if he kind of messes up that energy but he just comes in the fuck you losers like
0: (laughs) yeah he uh, does does. (laughs)
1: uh I love it It immediately changes the energy but um it's just a I don't know it's just a dope posse cut I think it's a fun song uh Pac's verse is like playful in ways that he's not always playful
3: Mm.
1: um I love his line about um, my lyrics My lyrics motivate the planet it's similar to Rhythm Nation but thugged out forgive me Janet. Janet. Oh, I love that uh, line. Yeah. Of course, because he knows Janet, you know, uh, mm. from Poetic Justice. Um, I also like the way at the end he quotes Run DMC and Rakim because uh, I think this track has an old school feel to it. So the fact that he like acknowledged that I thought was cool. So love that. I just like the laid back posse jam. Mm.
0: Uh, respect to Lady of Rage here. Because this was supposed to be her song, he took mm-hmm. her off. I said, "I'm having it," and also, I don't need Inspector Deck, which I think is right. We've already right. we've already talked about where Pack is at this point, and that it was just tinged a- also it. a
1: strange decision to keep the sample, yeah, of of Deck in yeah. the song. I never understood I that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that
0: that does talk a lot about. Yes, it sounds incredible as an album. There's a lot of things where you were like, they was rushing. They were just like, get this shit out. Like, you know, yeah. you're out of jail. Let's get this shit done. Probably from him. He sounded like he was a work like on speed, you know, just going for it. Um, sounds a bit like I don't know if you watch Mad Men, but it sounds like when Don Draper does speed and he's just like, oh God, it is like that. It's packs just like Don draping it up. But he no, but you're right. There's a I mean, who's it? Corrupt is great on there. Red man's great on there. Meth, you know, um, with a pistol, power. Oh yeah, I used to love the way that the way they rode the beat and stuff. Yeah, Ray got my mind made up. A, a song I think we rinsed quite a bit when we when we were together as kids.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's not top five.
0: Any any other takes apart from the hurt of deck?
2: But yeah, just i I think the deck ver deck verse is out now. And- it is, yeah, it's out there. I I expected it, it's it's it fine, but it's not it's not like blow you, blow you away amazing, from, mm. you know, uh, deck verse. It's not you know,
3: Mm-mm.
2: it's not bomb atomically, you know. So it's it's <laughs> it's, it's you know, yeah. But it, but it's just still, you know, deck at the time is has triumph. I'm trying to think. Is uh, it's
1: in nineties. I don't think triumph was out yet.
2: No, no. Yeah, it wasn't it, is it out yet?
0: No, but he was still opening woo songs, do you know what I mean? He was huge, I sure. think, as an MC.
2: Because Wu Tang Forever was was ninety seven. what is not so I think it was yeah, so yeah, is, yeah, so it's not um <laughs> but um I don't know maybe maybe that's maybe maybe that informs deck as well in going into recording recording Triumph. It's like yeah fuck Puck, I'm looking at the <laughs> best fucking verse the best fucking verse of all fucking time. And, you know, uh, it's an interesting uh, place you know,
0: to go with it, but I'm kind of here for that. Yeah. <laughs> i'm kind of here for that yeah um okay so we're gonna to go to race five in a minute let's just have a quick look in the chat uh here's dano someone in my rap, uh, in my communications class did a presentation on scary <coughs> rap music and played hit him up uh mainers were wide-eyed and i was i was <laughs> yell rapping along to every word brilliant dad that's a that's a great picture in my in my, uh, in my head. Uh, Dano here. so many tears is everything, he says. And, I, and mm. I know you mean that. The key to the door and the door itself. Oh, Dan, fair play. Keep bringing it. Uh, Nick Sheffield, it's, if features are allowed, mind made up has to be top five, says Nick Sheffield. Mm. You and Nick, they're Oh, they're it. not. Sorry. <laughs> 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 fair enough. Fair enough. Ray, number five, mate. Let's see. Just re- recap your recap your list so far that we might have got.
2: So the ones that are already out there is Can't See Me, which is obviously the number one. Number that's the one. big that's the best there is. So that's everyone's it. number one. That's that's peak puck. Mm. Um out of yeah, out of my top five, none of the others have been none Oof. of my my other five have been mentioned.
0: Let's go. What's your number five?
2: I did them in order of release because I went album by album. So we'll start at the first one. So which okay. would be nothing from two black now and nothing from Strictly and uh yeah, no, nothing It no. hurts me, it just hurts me Yeah, but yeah <laughs> Good, good, good
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah So from Me Against the World If I Die Tonight
4: They say pussy and paper is poetry Power and pistols Plotting or murdering motherfuckers for they get you picture in pitiful punk niggas copping please puffing weed as I position myself to clock G's. My enemies scatter in suicidal situations. Never to witness the wicked shit that they was facing. Pockets is packed with presidents pursue your riches. Evading to play a hating trick while hitting switches. Bitches is bad mouth cause balling motherfuckers is bold but we'll charge me, home. Huh? The game should be so. Them sick of psychotic society, somebody save me. Addicted to drama so even mama couldn't raise me. Even the preacher and all my teachers couldn't reach me. I run in the streets and weed with peaks I'm ducking the cup I hit the weed as'm clutching my niggas is hot when I hit the block what if
2: I die tonight um that's just it's that it, it that's like it's not a, it's a version of like we we casually spoke about like oh he's not in my top five oh he's not in my top five mm. but like on it on if I die tonight there's like alliteration like no one else does and it's all all through it like the and paper is poetry is poetry mm. power and pistols and you just and but he's it, he it doesn't do it it's not all through it it's just now and again and he'll like litter the the um i'm just trying to find one of the other the pockets is packed with presidents pursue oh. you richard like he he fro- he throws there's there's loads of it all through all through the uh all through all the verses which it, it just kind of steps in with alliteration that kind of emphasizes the point calling the coroner, come collect the fucking corpse like load, loads of it it's just loads of different different but different elements of alliteration throughout the whole throughout the track that it just shows that there is a version of of Puck that is deliberate with his rhyming. That isn't just you know like what hit him up is, which is just kind of throw away just un- unnecessary you know hate and vitriol kind of thing. Mm. Whereas yeah, but that also if I die tonight, it's another. It's a great version of. There's a lot of 2 tracks about death and him dying, mm. such as. No more pain, hearts of men, life goes on, only God can judge me, so many tears me against the world, Lord knows, death around the corner, outlaw, bomb, first hail Mary to live and die in LA, blasphemy, out... (laughs) Life of an outlaw. Crazy white man's world. Open fire. Are you still down? <laughs> Hellraiser. Nothing to lose. I'm getting money. Hold on. Be strong. I wonder if heaven got a gay when I get free. Only fear of death, etc. There's obviously more, but all of those are about like, oh, what if I die? If if I die tonight, it's about all oh, it's all this kind of concepts of just death. And he's thinking death's mm-hmm. round the corner. Death's it, it's all it's always there. It kind of present. I feel, I feel like If I Die Tonight is one of the best, one of his best versions of that because mm. he puts the effort, extra effort into the, uh, the eliteration throughout later through the verses. And the rhyme.
0: Yeah. And it's Moby, main. You know, he's like Moby. Yeah. Oh, easy Moby. Yeah. B. Easy. M- and uh. listening to it now, I do have that. Like, I love If I Die Tonight. It is the, it's right before crazy. And it probably, you know, as a kid, it was the, this is the, um, oh, Pat can't rhyme. Bang! Here, listen to this. He's not a technical rhyme, bang! Listen to this, and it is that calling card for that. Um, But it does sound like a biggie song again, a little bit. Like um, it is easy mo b, but I do think the beat it has an echo of you know kind of life after death. They're ready to die. Sorry. So has that has that kind of? But it's easy mo b, so I suppose it would do, wouldn't it? But. yeah, the Peter Piper, the, the, the whole little, the way he lands the peas, always stuck to me. Yeah, hey, Rob, have you got any? Have you got any shouts on if I die tonight?
1: Um, this would, have, this is my number six for oh. sure. Like, uh, I, I went back and forth about uh, if I die tonight and get my mind made up. So mm. I'm here for all of what you have said.
0: Okay, I like it. I like it. Rob, you're number four.
1: Number four. Um, only God can judge me
0: now. <laughs> Let's go. Flatline.
4: I hear the doctor standing over me screaming. I can make it got a body full of bullet holes laying here. Negative still can't breathe. Something's evil in my IV. Cause every time I breathe, I think they're killing me. I'm having nightmares, homicidal fantasies. I wake up strangling, dangling my bed seats. I call a nurse cause it hurts to reminisce. How did it come to this? I wish they didn't miss. Somebody help me. Tell me where to go from here. Cause even those cry. But do the little care. Trying to remember through the cemetery talking to the dirt I'd rather die like a man than live like a coward there's a ghetto up in heaven and it's ours black power is what we scream as we dream in a paranoid state and our fate is a lifetime I hate dear mama can you save me and fuck peace cause the streets got our babies we gotta eat no more hesitation each and every black male's trap. and they wonder why we sue
1: It's honestly really the second verse that does it for me. It's just this vivid, a raw depiction of his like anguish and despair. He's describing his experience of being in the hospital after getting shot. He says, here the doctor standing over me screaming, I can make it. Got a body, body full of bullet holes laying here naked. Oof. What? That's crazy. Mm. Um, mm. you know, we get the like, I, I'm into the, if you haven't picked up on it already, I'm into the like introspective, Mm. Vulnerable, contemplative Tupac, and and so I think this is one of the best examples of that. 100%. How did it come to this? Wish they didn't miss. Somebody help me, tell me where I'm gonna go from here. Like that is that is incredibly sad. That is like that's powerful stuff. Uh, yeah, his you know his tendency to present himself on other songs, a lot of the songs on All Eyes on Me, in particular, as like the hardest motherfucker on the planet. Mm. Um, just makes it hard to like humanize him. It's songs like this that I feel like make him accessible.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it brings that dimension. In his late years, it was death. It was, like I said, 90%. But then you have something like this. I love it. I love this song. It's one of the most, like, I can just remember all the bars kind of thing to it. And them hitting really hard as it is in that context. Ray, Only God Can Judge Me. And you can't bring up Mark Morrison. Because I think in in England, Mark Morrison co-opted this thing. (laughs) <laughs> for like a minute in in his, in <laughs> pop culture but it does stick out it was, it was a strong minute if you know what I mean and he would wear like uh, you're not pack mate you know what I mean and he'd be like you know only God can judge me t-shirts and stuff it's like you know this is the guy from Leicester come on mate uh, but yeah Ray <laughs> only God can judge me
2: thoughts? it's no it, no. it's uh, it's uh, I guess everyone has their all eyes on me tracks they listen to and tracks they skip and this is the one that I listen to this is one I listen through and you know rapping Forte is, it, is mm. I like him pretty decent on pretty decent yeah. on it as well yeah so mm. um but i like and I, I like the the chorus i don't know what is it, is it a vocoder effect what is it? Box, you know, the, it that's what
0: drays on on this right. whole album in it talk
2: box mm. yeah yeah that 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 sound on the it's very of the era isn't it it's mm. very of, of that time and uh i love it
0: yeah very g-funk at that time as well i suppose yeah absolutely mm. okay right who are we next Ray, number, we've done five. What are you on next? Uh,
2: So the next one in order, so that if I die tonight, then it was Can't See Me, number one, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So next is, uh, and I think this track is a good example of uh, a bit of all versions of Mm. Park. It's, you know, angry. It's got, it's a love story. It's a, um, it's shows his caring side, um, me and my girlfriend. No. Uh from uh uh yeah. Album. Yeah, yeah, carry <laughs> yeah, a little bit carry.
4: I love finger fucking you. All of a sudden I'm hearing thunder when you busting up. Niggas be ducking up, taking numbers, let her watch you at a block party, beggar for drama. Wanna listen on the old timers? That's some my mama, I would trade my life for yours. But her closed doors, the only girl that I know. Everything I'm asking for, talking to me, begging Roll down a row or a leash. After a hit, you break apart. The black, the one piece. Much love to my one and only girlfriend. The world is ours. Just hold me down. Baby, witness the power. Never leave a nigga alone. I love you, black or chrome. Turn this out to a happy home. Me and my girlfriend. All I need in this life is
2: safe. It's, it's, I don't know, but it's got both. And the girl as well. The name escapes me Ooh, with the girl, uh, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all remember her. yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: what, yeah, just, 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 just,
2: just fired, just fired off shots. It's just like it's mm. fucking crazy. Is but, his um, girlfriend yeah, a gun?
0: Is, is, is his girlfriend a gun? This is a thing I used to think as a kid.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, so there's a talk gun. of, there's talk of him being inspired to do it when he was listening to, um, I, I gave you. Um, I gave you power. Is that, I gave you. Which, yeah. would, no.
0: which would mean he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Because he keeps calling "Nas," you know, someone. Yeah. there's exactly. a massive hypocrite if it's true.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll never know. But yeah, um, just yeah just that whole thing is it's angry tupac is passion it's a concept it's cinematic it's mm. um and i think it's one of the better tracks off the machiavelli album
0: mm. it's lady of rage mate it's lady of rage i just realized that who, who does the you know mm. the chat on it it is lady of rage so big up i, I love radio rage so i'm glad is that it? She, yeah so even though he's co-opting her tracks you know fair play to her. she's still doing that but um yeah, I mean, this is just, yeah, I, I love me and my girlfriend. I to today. You got the Jay-Z and Beyonce rip-off, which I'm sure a lot more people are aware of maybe, but it was all this. This is where they got it from, you know, the whole everything yeah. from that. And uh, just fully embracing that Suge Knight dark side he's in now um, and just ferocious. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, me and my girlfriend, any any thoughts on uh, that? I'll
1: just say at the time I remember being like, Tupac has a girlfriend? like. <laughs> And why And I want to hear about that now. I'm, I'm not sure I do. <laughs> yeah,
0: fair. He has been talking about scandalous all about you. And now it's me and my girlfriend. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. In some- now I'm in a committed
1: relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, true. True. Or maybe the only girlfriend I have is my gun. Maybe that's right. another way to look at it. Maybe, but yeah, no, fair enough. I think, um, yeah, it's incredibly passionate. If I remember listening back to it, I think a lot of seven day theory is passionate though, for all its shortcomings, he is really going in. He might have done it in a week, but he fully goes in. And uh yeah, Jesus. Also, if if Jay is Jay understands how important Pac is, despite all the shit they get. So yeah, no, fair play. Rob, you've only got one left for you, though, mate. What is it? Number three. Yeah, yeah,
1: only one left. Number three is violence from Tupacalypse Now. Oh. They claim that I'm five.
4: Because I refuse to be silent. These hypocrites are having fits. Because I'm not buying it, defying it. Envious because I will rebel against any oppressor. And this is known to self defense I show no mercy. They claim that I'm the lunatic. But when this shit gets thick, I'm the one you're going to get. Don't look confused. The truth is so plain to see. Because I'm the nigga that you sell out all the same to me.
0: This was the juicy morsel. This yeah, this is, this is <laughs> why where we... violent? Why violent?
1: Uh, so many reasons. You know, people like to talk about foreshadowing mm. in, in Tupac's music. Uh, you know, he's rapping about dying and being murdered. But this song I think has its own sort of foreshadowing. Um, uh, the underlying message is that people claim that he's violent simply because he's black, mm. um, or he's talking about reform and oppression. Justice. I, I wish I had found the lyric because I wanted to quote it, but I forgot to do it. He says something like, "If this is violent, then violence. What I'm going to be? Mm. um I just felt like he was declaring, like, if you're going to, if all you're going to hear or see is that I'm violent, and that's all you're going to expect from me, then that's what I'm going to show you. Mm. And and his persona after you know from this point on sort of moves more and more in that direction. Yeah. He goes as we've been talking about all days now, going from sort of activists to thug life i i just think there's traces of that in this song but i also think that uh the song is just illustrating the violence of course put upon him and his community police brutality oppression the real violence um and him like you know explaining in a very uh clear way any violence on my part is a reaction to that violence mm. and then and then there's of course the real true story of his own aunt Who's accused of killing a police officer in a not so different situation than Pac is like illustrating in this song? The, the layers here are just brilliant to me. Mm. And the cherry on top is that he uses the word "heckerwood" in this song, and I don't think I've ever heard that in any other rap song. <laughs>
0: I don't think I have either. <laughs> I don't think I have. That is, yeah, what a cherry to put on top there. i You know, what, I'm going to go back and reassess that song. Because I go to Trapped, I go to uh, Something Wicked, uh, stuff like that, I don't give a fuck. Those are the songs that I go to Tupac, to Apocalypse Now. I'm definitely going to listen back to Violet now because I don't think I've really peeled it back as far as you have. And that's fascinating. The person he would become, the seeds are here on his debut album. So
2: yeah, brilliant. I'm kind yeah. Of, yeah,
0: still processing that.
2: Ray, any thoughts on Violent? I don't remember specifically, but the uh, just most of clips Now, he's rapping in a, it's more. It's like an '80s style of rap. It's like a. It's '91, right? This album, '91, '92.
0: Yeah, it's
2: early. It's kind of. It's kind of. So it's going to be in it. Be. I, I, I guess it's kind of a, a, a bomb squaddy. Ba- basics, not the right word, but it's it's part of him. Like like what you're saying about about the track in terms of his journey. You know, it's for, like foreshadowing what he's going to become. Also, lyrically, his style as well becomes, you know, harder and stronger and more right. passionate. Yeah. So, and I yeah, so I I just prefer later. Yeah, yeah, he's no. definitely I
1: I think he saw himself as more like a KRS-One or like public enemy type rapper yeah. on this album.
0: Yes. And yeah,
1: so I think his style sort of mimics that in some way.
0: 100%. Yeah, 100% yeah. Absolutely. So we've got Rob's five locked. That's a very strong five <laughs> Rob and I love your number one, you know that. So <laughs> that, that, that's pretty mad that that doesn't usually happen. Ray, how many we got left? You got three for you. No, two three. You. Yeah. Come on then. Two left. What we got?
2: So, and, so they're in order so now we're in the territory of posthumous releases interesting and this one just falls this one falls under the bracket of like just genuinely one of my favourites it was on repeat when it came out it's just you know are you still down Off, yeah. are you still down are you still down No
5: I'm
4: an adamant song. I was raised to be strong and mama told me be a thug since the day I was born. I came up out the gutter never changed my style got for real about my papers cause the game was well and the fame was about to try to change man. and what's strange is the Don't be cause in my mind I see sunshine. I thought I'd beaten at the run now stuck it from the gut, yelling one time. Take the time to feel my wreck and if you did till a second, my blind method will still wreck it. My young homie say, Strong, I wonder if they'll listen to a nigga when he's gone. Are
2: you still there? The thing with it is, it's, it's like he's speaking to you from beyond the grave. the lyrics, there's a line in there. Like, I wonder if they'll still listen to me when I'm gone. Mm. And are you still down? It's like, he's speaking from, are you still down? Raise him up. Are you still down? Yeah. Raise him up. I just, I just, there's something about it is that, and I'm sure there are, there are other references through his massive, you know, body of work where, you know, if you listen to it under this context, it's like, wow, he saw it, he saw that coming. And now this is, but Mm. it just, are you still down was particularly like, like a, a wicked track, but also like he, he's dead. But then this tune comes out and it's like, he's speaking to you from the grave. And when it came out, obviously there was the, all the theories of like, is he dead? Is he yeah. really? Is he, is he just on a, on an he's, island somewhere? Just he's a, on an you know. island with Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Fueling that myth of, you know, where is he alive? Didn't did even Chuck D come out and say, yeah, he's, a, I believe he's alive in Cuba. I'm sure. There was an interview. Like, yeah, sure, there was a like, thing, wasn't there? Yeah. Right, I'm not wrong, am I? And I was like Chuck D, one of the most intelligent rappers. Things, but but then as a 18-year-old, like, oh maybe he is. Maybe, oh my god, maybe he could come back. Yeah, I mean we're 43 now. <laughs> but 40 he's also <laughs> you like,
2: know uh, established enough in the industry to know that it's just it's valuable to just you know add to the mythos and just kind of like true. You know, so true, true. Um,
0: yeah, because then when you listen to Mortal Man, you see that it's not just us that are doing this, younger people. It must be really weird not living through PAC and coming really? after and getting to 50 Cent probably first or whatever and go, oh, 50 Cent got shot up. My God, that's amazing. And went, yeah, but you think 50 Cent is like box office real fucking real, real pack. Is the Uber hyper real He's hyper-realistic. It's almost AI. You know, you're like, well, how would you make you know something like this so ridiculously real? Um, so yeah, no, I just find it quite fascinating to to see where people like that are from. Well, so where's your next one then, Ray? Your last one then?
2: The next one is from. So it, so part of doing this, listening to the the you know Parks albums to um, prepare for the podcast was like, well, this is an opportunity to explore. The, the later posthumous releases which I think all of us would have been like I ain't listen to that who mm-hmm. who put that out Who who's who's in control of this who's what? Well, am I going to listen to a, what if any Um, respect to her but you, you know what her musical choices Nah, no, I just I'm not interested but there's an album later there's a later album called Better Days and the title track is Better Days and it's a fucking incredible track
4: thinking about Better Days Time to question our lifestyle look how we live Smoking weed like it ain't no thing So even kids wanna try now Then lie down and get ran through Nobody watches them clocking the evil man too Faced with the demons addicted to hearing victims screaming Guess we was evil since birth Product of cursed scenes. Cause even our birthdays is cursed days A boom thug in the first place The worst ways I love to see the block in peace With no more dealers and crooked cops The only way to stop the beast And only we can change It's up to us to clean up the streets It ain't the same Too many murders Too many Many funerals and too many tears. Just seen another brother Perry, plus I knew him for years That's my family, but what could I say? Keep your head up and try to keep the faith and pray for better days. Better day, better day.
2: It's ridiculous. And like I said, when you listen to it, it's it's evident that Park wrote that to the beat. You know, it's one mm. of those it's one of those. And it's uh it's just and, and again, I think you both like it because it's it's not gangst gangster mm. to Puck. It's mm. you know optimist too but and maybe it was recorded in a in an earlier time better days um but it was (laughs) yeah um (laughs) it's a really it's it's an upbeat happy tune and it's um i don't understand why it wasn't uh, like obviously it was recorded um earlier on i don't know why it wasn't included on earlier albums but basically the first half of the and again it's kind of a concert tune in a way the first half of the track is about hoping for better days and the second half is about remembering better days last is it it's a really cool concept in the way that and it it's got talking about um you know the struggles with a with a girlfriend and being broke and like hoping for better days and then the, the next one is about you know being uh being it's, it is it's hard to tell if it's being in jail or knowing someone that's in jail but both of mm. you remembering better days when you weren't in jail and it's just um yeah it's it's, it's um i like guess happy and upbeat but it's also got despair in there as well like uh, the one of the thug life tunes that you were talking about earlier mm. it's um yeah, no, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful track and I, it's, it's one that like uh, having heard it newly now, it's one that I think I will be listening to, you know, it'll be mm. in my regular playlist. Mm. Do you
0: know what, if, if at the beginning of this thing, if I had to guess Ray's top five, but to be fair, if I knew the criteria, I wouldn't have picked these and I'm. Yeah, kind of fascinating. Do I know my mate? <laughs> don't know. Do I, know? <laughs> I? don't know. Do I know you? <laughs> but no, it's that's amazing. No, I am going to get this to but violent. Better d- this is how deep his catalogue is, and how, what a mess his family like like estate must be now because all these songs are out there, and you'll say it's on the, the albums. Fair enough, but but there's loads of these. I'm like you know never going to see, or maybe we will. I don't know. But yeah, no, that's amazing. So right, fives. We've got our top fives incredibly different, incredibly varied in this vast amount of work. It's probably going to be inevitable, I suppose, but I really appreciate you guys bringing yours and bringing your arguments for like, you know, all these aliens needing a song. We need to talk about aliens needing a song from PAC to learn about hip hop. Is there any that come to mind? Uh, I, I mean, I think, okay, it's not my favorite, but I think one of the strongest arguments might be dear mama. Um, could be hip hop. No. Could be Why would it be?
2: Because why there wasn't be? like whole, it. Because wasn't anything it, else if like it's Exactly. So therefore, it can't be.
5: No. If it's the exception it's to it's the rule, it, it can't be the
2: rule. No, no, no. It's no, got to be the best example
0: of the rule. But no, if you're talking about hip hop, what it can do, where it can go, and what no. it's well, spawned, why would we talk about that? Because why we talk about that when no one else can see it? me? He's the one that's took. Yeah, but see, you can't see me. I would say there are other songs that do what you can't see me can do. And not a lot of the songs that can condu- do... Well, with so that's Dre, with Dre's
2: production. With one of the greatest producers of all time on it.
0: A lot of that is Daz. Let's be honest. A lot of that is Daz. Fair play to Daz. Uh, but, but, no. No, no. Can't see me as Dre. No, but Daz and Quick were just giving gems at that point. Daz and James are just giving him everything.
2: Uh, I don't want to talk about, oh, this, I know this, I know some no, secret bad, stuff. Bad, listed bad. on the thing is Dre's production. That's fine. That That's all good. But what I'm and saying the is- And other tracks are listed as Daz. Is,
0: is, is, as other alien arguments, because these go out to the patrons later. We do put it on Twitter and all this stuff. Rob, do you have any other shouts for which song should we play to alien and why? And Ray, is yours Can't See Me then? Of course. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> right. Can't See Me is Ray's. I had to think about mine. I have to think about mine. Um, but yeah.
1: I think I'm coming at this from a slightly different perspective. Mm. I'm imagining aliens invading earth and us needing to give them a song. And oh. I would want to play. I ain't mad at you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're looking at That's it as a conflict perfect. thing. Them coming down. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. We come in peace or we're here. in peace. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so oh, perfect answer. You. Perfect answer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. It's, I'm yeah. mad at you. I like that. Okay. Because if I, I was gonna say even so many tears, they'd be like, "Oh God, you look really depressing, aren't you?" So yeah, but look, <laughs> yeah. this is this is what hip hop also is though. But yeah, this is the probably one of the hardest ones for the alien thing because hit them up if you want beef tracks. Is there a better '90s beef track like pure hatred? I don't know, but is that something that aliens need to know? Maybe, maybe not. This. It's is also just- a lot of
1: historical context in that song. You know, you can learn a lot about that era um, of hip hop.
0: Yeah, no, true. I like that. Good point. Good point. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to go back into the chat quickly, but I have got my other songs. I'm going to list them just for patrons at the end uh, by 37. You don't have to stay for this, lads. I can just do that. <laughs> you don't have to
2: stay for all that. But I, I am going to. I just know what, no one wants to hear that.
0: That's fine. Uh, <laughs> no. I'll just do it for myself, just so prosterity. <laughs> Let's have a look at these. Uh, uh, here we go. There's been a lot of chat here. Ninja's Rose, he's got his five here um yeah it's five is out now hail hail mary number two no one had hail mary i I know a lot of people who love that song like really love that song and i do but you know me against the world uh number three i ain't mad at you number four and so many so many tears number five so so many tears if we're talking about like just real estate i think more people have got that in their five than not uh so um love me my girlfriend it's top five says nick sheffield um yeah number one they don't give a fuck about us. Oh, right. All oh, right. That's different. There's mm. a different one. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That, that, that is, again, everyone's got different vibes here. And I kind of love this for it. Um, lads, it's been amazing. Thank you for bringing all your passion, all your insight. Uh, I'm going to reel off 37 song titles now. So if you want to stay, these this is the rankings I've curated. Why? Why? Because just for myself, mate. (laughs) Right. Because it's fun. Because it's fun. (laughs) It's (laughs) fun. And if anything, I've eaten a lot of shit. I just want to eat more, I think. That's essentially what I do. (laughs) Uh, And remember, these are post not posthumous. So do for love's not in here, all these other things aren't in here. Although that is such a good song. But yeah.
1: So can I just say one thing about posthumous releases? Yes. I was with you, Cam. I I did not listen to them, didn't consider them for for this. Mm. But um you mentioned Are You Are You Still Down? Mm. um i had a conversation with meticulous about are you still down he was really encouraging me to listen to it mm. because apparently a lot of those songs were recorded in like 93 92
0: 93 and so what ray was talking I, about then
2: yeah yeah so yeah. i'm gonna go back and listen so let me tell you quick- it's good there's hmm. the fake fake ass bitches came was close to the list and there's another tune called when i get free because there's when I get free one on there as well I don't know why so, so Do For um, Love is
0: on there I want oh, Hellraiser yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Do it For Love Wonder If Heaven's Got
1: A Ghetto one oh, of the hits yeah. on that one yeah
0: so these were it's, made yeah. right. hold on be strong hold on be strong oh, right. I don't know if
1: all of them were made in 93 but I think a chunk of them
2: were yeah, 60 yeah and, and 94 there's a, there's, there's, there's a couple of tracks where he you know he drops the date he says oh it's going to be harder and harder for someone ah, in 94 you know yeah. so he says stuff like that
0: interesting here's Um, one then do you know what's that one where he says R.I.P. to my uh, and Biggie Smalls what's that song now there's a posthumous track where he says that where it always confused me where I was like hey what he can't have another friend called Biggie Smalls and it was way too early for AI to have managed but maybe but no it sounded so odd I can't remember which song this is I'm sure someone probably on the live stream someone will know what that is but um, yeah Jesus Christ that's yeah fucking mad okay here's the 37 so everyone can go home and sleep and think of Tupac 37, Something Wicked, Last Words, White Man's World, I Don't Give a fuck. Trapped, 31, Temptations. I love Temptations when it come out. Mm-hmm. The video, oh, yeah. Th- Two of America's Most Wanted at 30, To Live and Die in LA at 29. Oh, I have got a posthumous release in here, but I'm going to say it anyway, but Staring at the World from My Rear View, Staring at the World from My Rear View, Fuck me! The original version of that is just incredible. So people go check that. Uh, Straight balling at twenty seven, Thug Life, Big Time, Volume One. Uh, when We Ride at twenty six. Even though the, the amount of features on that song do really weigh it down, his verses <laughs> are so fucking good, and When We Ride is so good. Um, so that that gets a pass for me on there. Uh, number twenty five. I ain't mad at you. Uh, twenty four. When We Young, Ride
2: is arguably sorry? could arguably be number one on All Eyes and Me. when we ride I excluded it because of you know the criteria but Mm. it's the beat is unbelievable Unbelievable. that sounded incredible when I had a bass box in my shit old car when I first started driving (laughs) that beat just it was exactly the right and maybe it was because I could only afford a bass box that could I don't know cover the certain bass range I don't know what it was but that was just just, it rumbled all the windows of all the houses down the street when I (laughs) wasn't just yeah yeah Amazing. love that love i'm that. all right with this th- top 37 let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> no but when we ride you're right when we ride
0: it's just one of them and i remember driving i think that's it is that isn't it in your car for the first time and that'd be one of the standouts. out so it's like oh that sounds so good um so, where are we then? Okay, when we ride number 25, I Ain't Mad at You. Shout out to Bikin Woodwine in the uh, video, if I'm being correct there. I think Bikin Woodwine is in that video. And just the video itself, and it's become quite like a, a trademark pack thing that people do go back to. Uh, number four, 24, Young Ends. I don't know if anyone likes Young Ends off of uh, uh, Me Against the World, but I loved that song and I still do mm. love that song. It's such good production. Number 22, I Get Around. As a kid, this was one of my funnest tracks. And it does feel like, Someone, maybe it is shock G, just gone, have a bit of fun, mate. Just have a bit of fun now. Like, you've done Holler If You Hear Me. You don't keep your head up. Let's have, you know, I get around. And uh, I think it was the first pack song that ever came on the Alien playlist, actually, funny enough, that we had to begin with. Um,
2: So yeah, uh, where I'm... Again, foreshadowing for his charges and kind of again anyway, again yeah, yeah no
0: absolutely yeah definitely uh number 21 me against the world uh because it does remind me of bad boys and i love watching bad boys at that time i rinsed that film and uh, it was it was just in there as well and just obviously the the line of i'm you know it's me against all you motherfuckers love it uh number 20 hail mary and uh, number 19 picture me rolling oh picture me rolling jesus christ number 18 against yeah. all odds not a lot of people Love this song because it is kind of like hit him up part two. But I remember it being one of my favorites as a kid. So, so all against all odds is ridiculous. Number 17, Brenda's got a baby. Number 16, only God can judge me. Rob, thank you for bringing that. We can talk a bit about that. Um, number 15, how long will they mourn me? That hit hard as a kid. That really hit hard. Uh, number 14, if I die tonight, that should be top 10, really. Now I think about it. And then, yeah, crazy ambitions ride of rider blasphemy that we have already done. And it goes from there. So people, yeah. there we go. Top five two-pack. Create at gmail.com if you really want to have a go in a long-worded email. Please do. There you go. You can email us there. Uh thank you for all the patrons who have jumped in. Uh, let's have let's just quickly check on them before we go. Uh Ninja's Rose. Oh, here we go! Yeah. Oh, Cam, you're the only person I know of that geeks out at hip hop as much as I do. Uh, cracks me up. <laughs> Thank you for that. I think. Uh, are you still down as a great tracks as Nick Sheffield? Boom and Ninjas Rose. Can you imagine digging into Nas, Doom, Ghostface, Car, Billy Woods, Black Thought, The Roots, Kendrick? Just some top some names through top fives. Um, keep you busy till 2028. 20, He's right, and they are all on the menu. They are all on the menu because we need these songs uh, to be on the Alien playlist, a lot of them in the 90s. But, yeah, the Billy Woods top five. Oof, God, we we'll get Ray in for that because he loves Billy Woods.
2: <laughs> yeah, brilliant. B- Billy Woods and Carl. Car. Oh, God, yeah, can't wait for those. <laughs>
0: yeah, you really don't. But, uh, no, I, I would love to do some of those. Ghostface top I did. Co- oh, we've done Ghostface top five. We did a top 36 for the Patreon. 36, and that was a f- <laughs> free four-hour session. Uh, but – Rob, thank you for your stamina, mate. Uh, where can we find yeah. you? What we got coming? What's the show got? Uh, if people haven't checked it, Next Movement Podcast, go out there check it. Uh, what? Yeah, what's going on?
1: Yeah, uh, easiest place to find us is Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, we're at the Next Movement Pod. On Twitter, it's at Next Movement Pod. Um, uh, yeah, we just uh, just released an episode um, with Open Mike Eagle as our guest and. Um, for those who don't know, the format of our show is we we have a guest. The first half of that episode is just an interview. Uh, we talk about the artists, their work. Second half, we ask them to pick an album that has been influential or is a favorite of theirs. Uh so Open Mike Eagle selected The Coming by Buster Rhymes. So we talk about that a little bit. Amazing. And um, yeah, we got a couple things in the works that I'm I'm not gonna talk about. Just yet, yeah, But mm-hmm. check out that open mic Eagle episode. We had
0: a great time with that. Yeah. I, I was saying to you off, off camera where I was like, open mic Eagle talking about Buster Rhymes is the coming. There's just actually are links there. I mind already forming that I never <laughs> would have formed unless you hadn't said it in your pod. So yeah, big up. I love that. Uh, so yeah, people go check that out. Raymond, thank you for jumping on. Have a good rest of your day, my friend and the patrons. Thank you so much for uh, all your love man, basically. And we should, Oh, well, we've got, sorry, last, Thing we've got to say the last great piece of music you heard could be old, could be new, just the last great piece you heard. Uh, I'm going to go to Ray on that.
2: <clears throat> uh, Porsche Lights and Cat Eyes. Have you heard it? The, no, there the, it's new tracks from um Porsche Lights Styles P. It's, fucking, it's a ridiculous track, and um, Cat Eyes Boldy James. He's uh, converted me, converted me. Ray, it's one, Baldy James. yeah. It's, it's but the, if you listen to Cat Eyes, it's it's like a it, the tune really lends itself to Baldy James's style. You know, it's mm. kind of uh, slow and just fucking check it out anyway.
0: See, this is what you're saying about yep. Baldy, right? I was listening to um, Indiana Jones he dropped uh, not long ago. And tell it all. And Electric Blue and Dopey, all these. I was like, this guy's got real range. He's like really trying to go with so many different collaborations that, like, yeah, just don't sleep on it. So, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that. I will check out the Stars P. I do love Stars P. So, I'm, I'll check that out. Rob, for you, last great piece of music, my friend?
1: Outside of Tupac, which I've listened to almost exclusively for the last three or four days. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah. same.
1: Yeah. I would say uh, Nappy Nina's new album uh,
2: mm. called
1: Morning Dew uh really great i, I really enjoyed it I, i'm looking forward to giving it another spin.
0: nice i love that big up nappy nina yeah wicked yeah if, it's about two years before her last album came out right
1: yeah it's been a couple of years yeah. yeah
0: so yeah looking forward to checking that that's brilliant fair play uh for me what is oh man uh my last piece i listened to it this morning uh weary love weary love by mike uh on his uh latest album beware of the monkey I fucking love that album. And it came so late in 2022. I didn't get to include it in my end of year, but I've rinsed that. And I love that album so much. I might just do a review of it. It just generally people want it, but yeah, no, we're weary love. Uh, But yeah, the album is stupendous and Mike has smashed it. I thought disco might be his best work, but this might be now. So yeah, there you go. Uh, People, let's just quickly see. uh, uh, Yes. Ray Styles, P Death Before Dishonor, also on repeats as Ninjas Rose. Um, And then yeah, boom. oh, Jack P. Dongo by Bobby Noble has been on repeat for me. Hmm, not heard that, but I will check that out. Big up. Right. Peace. to And there's, a, sh- there's oh, a shout
2: for Jess and Flip Tricks and uh, new albums as well.
0: Yes. Jess yeah. and Flip Tricks. Yes. Jess came out with Mork, a Mork and Mindy concept album. Come on. Mork oh, wow. M- I don't know if you've heard Jess over there, uh, Rob. You heard of Jess? I, I'm not familiar. No. UKMC, legend. Pretty your legend.
2: Yeah. Yeah, legend ridiculous. Ray, used rhymer, to, yeah.
0: Ray, you've warmed up at the same gigs he was on. And I remember thinking oh, Yeah, yeah." I remember seeing Jess a few times there. And spoiler alert, we are trying to get him on the pod at some point. So but do go check him out. Uh, this is England is one of my favourite like songs he's ever done. And his albums, yeah, yeah he's got he's got I, lot, High Planes Drifter. That's High Planes Drifter, back, yeah. He's it? got um yeah, a lot of good music out there, Rob. So if you watch some UK hip hop, there you go, check it out. Uh yeah. and uh before I go and keep dropping them. Ninjas Rose, everyone, check out four elements and beyond uh clock the chemistry my album of the year so far. That's a strong oh. take, and I will be checking it out now then. So, yes, big yourselves yeah, up, man. peace, go listen to some pack, and yeah, go. Oh, by the way, bit of housework, please rate and review, by the way. Spotify, they really do make a difference. Rate and review YouTube, drop some comments, whatever, and also do it for the next podcast as well, next movement podcast as well. So, yes, yes. thank you guys. Take it easy. And uh we shall catch you soon. Peace. Hey, see Peace. you there.